once upon a midnight dreary, while I... Wait, that's already been done. Darkness falls across the land. No, oh, I've done that way too many times already. Hmm. I'd never given much thought to how I would die. Ah, oh, forget it. You're listening to panelology. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, below. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Welcome to episode 27 of Panelology. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. I'm Brian. I'm Mike. You guys ready to get spooky? So spooky. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Cool. Whatever that is. I think I just spoopy. <laughs> Spoop boop be doop. <laughs> I'm not doing it again. No, I'm not. I am. So I will use it this week mm-hmm. as the stinger. No. I will. No, it has to be something spooky. Spoon. Have you heard yourself do it? Oh, <laughs> I have. It's more adorable than spooky. This was the episode when Jenna left. Everything's adorable until you hear it in the night. <laughs> and took Mike with her. That's okay. fair, actually. Yes. I did see Tony yesterday. Tony wants dibs on the next empty seat. Tony? Yeah. Oh. Nice. Okay. Called me out for not having invited him to be on the show yet. Wow. Tony. Didn't even know he was listening. Tony. I'm not sure he is. He didn't say oh. he listens. He just said he wanted to be on. Well, that's Fuck you. you know, that's not how that works. You have to listen. It has to nah. post on Facebook. Tell me that you listen. That's so, right. Nah, you... Tony, you can be on. No. So if you're no. hearing this, you're listening, and if you're not listening, you didn't hear this. So that's, that's fair. Oh, and that's, I already told him I'd go. call him next time we needed someone. So. Let's just make sure we don't have an opening. It's cool. Yeah, it's fine. We Whatever. haven't in a while. Yeah. No, we haven't. Yeah. <laughs> so welcome to Panelology. Yeah. Hey. A show in which we bitch at each other about logistical issues. <laughs> right up, right up More than we talk about comics. Yeah. Well, equal. Maybe. Yeah. We talk about talking about comics. We do talk about talking about It's panelology. We're comic Seinfeld. It's, it's meta. <laughs> no. No, that was Shade the Changing Girl. That was last week. Oh, no joke. Meta. Never met a comic I didn't like. Oh, I've oh, met, I've met yeah, comics no, totally. I don't like. Yes. Totally have. Why mm-hmm. would you even throw that softball at me? <laughs> I don't know. Not as many as Mike has. <laughs> Wait, comics you didn't like or softballs? Both. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of Shade the Changing Girl, <laughs> Doom Patrol number two. She's not in it. She's not, but it's young Adam. It I just okay. wanted to get away from no. Mike's softballs very no. quickly. Either no. that or I really missed something in this story. No. Okay. So. I see, mean, I did. I did really drew. miss something. I don't know what's going on still. Everything's weird, and they're getting the band back together by way of possessing an ambulance. <laughs> it's okay. adorable, cute, weird. Which is what annoys me about the book, but I still like the book. Because is it adorable, cute, Cliff, weird? It is adorable, cute, weird. They're adorable characters. Oh, as, as, opposed, to, as opposed to, like, on the edge of freaky and scary weird, yes. Yes. Well, okay, yeah, I can definitely but see But Cliff that kicks a bunch of ass, so I'm happy with yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Cliff does. Cliff no, kicks a bunch of ass, and I love pants. it. Yeah. Cliff is... <laughs> hello. Cliff yeah. is me. <laughs> so I'm a want pants too. <laughs> oh, but I gotta, I gotta say, the, the cat licking the brain food was killing yeah. me. Oh. 
Oh, by the way, we're going to talk about horror books in the second half of the episode. <laughs> I didn't say that. That's relevant. It's going to be real spooky. Spooky. Yes. Uh, back to Doom Patrol. <laughs> Which is not Which spooky. is not spooky. Not spooky. No. But it's, I really enjoy this book. They're getting the band back together. They it's going to be good. And uh-huh. Niles Calder goes for a hot air balloon ride. I know. These one panels of Niles are... Single, single page. pages. Yeah. 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 I love them. Love them. Did you guys find what the... the fuck? Uh, yeah. Find the gyro that a guy in the background of one shot was eating? No. No. Darn it. I meant to look. I don't him. look at art when I read comics. He's <laughs> you're a terrible person. I don't know, but I'm looking uh, now. When we have to read a thousand comic books in one week, That's I don't, have, I don't have, have to. We choose to. <laughs> we choose to. Right? We choose to. Choose you. We Charleston choose to. So we got we have uh, Danny's back, which is the best part. Yes. At the end of the book, I love that. So I've got we've got Danny, we've got Robot Man, Niles is wherever the fuck Niles is, and uh, Larry <laughs> Trainer's back. So yeah. now we're we're in good we're good. Yeah. yeah. So we just need a couple more people that I would like to see, but I don't know what's gonna happen. Who would you so like to see? I would love to see Crazy Jane. Yeah. I'd love to see Crazy Jane. And you then did. uh and Larry is Larry and not the Negative man, negative woman creature. Did, was he still? Were they well, still that at the end of the, the Grant negative, Morrison run? The negative entity seems to be currently outside. Oh, correct. Of Larry. That is correct. Right. So Larry is really missing know. that. Yes. But he is in withdrawals or something. Yes. From that. Okay. Well, he's something. Yeah. <laughs> they are looking to be reunited. I thought there was going to be a shade the changing girl crossover though, because they the negative. Yeah, I kind of wanted them to like bump into each other in space. And well, it looked going. it looked like they were going that way because yeah. they then he flashed those two aliens. And I was like, oh fuck, <laughs> here comes Shade the Changing here Girl, <laughs> Shade the Changing Thing, because it's what is that thing? That it would well, it would have been kind of cool if that was like meta, just like yeah. that was the no no super tie in, just that was meta. Maybe that yeah. would have been cool. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep reading, but I'm definitely gonna keep reading. I love this book. Yeah. I liked it. Well, Jen keeps buying it, so I guess I'll keep reading it. Yeah. And it says Doom Patrol on the front. So <laughs> Those are the well, two requirements, and, right? And, yes. And now they're in Danny Land. <laughs> Danny Land, I can't wait for. Danny Land is probably going to be my favorite. Danny Land sounds absolutely spectacular. It looks spectacular. So, Mike, Brian, you yes. guys tell me that Scoopock is spectacular this week. It was really good. Scoopock was really good. It was a very different, and when, there's actually going to be two that, that we end up talking about this week that are this way, but it was a very different issue in that the whole thing is the background story of Velma. The secret history of Velma. The secret history of Velma Dinkley. And it is not pleasant. No, but it does more to advance the story oh, by far. than the last two issues did. I know, and because <laughs> and it's telling the backstory of someone, I'm like, but it did. It did. Like you understand what's going on now. Yes, and who the people are that made the stuff happen, mm-hmm. and why she's involved with it. And you're like, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. Right. Yes. And then, but she's a, she's a tragic character. Huh. So I, I know you guys jumped off. Well, you just didn't read it because you ran out of time, yeah. Jen. <laughs> I look forward to reading it in trade. Yeah. And it'll yeah. be fine. It was not it was wordy still, but not as wordy as the other ones are, but completely different. So this was like all in the world normal and Velma growing up and why Velma's the way she is yes. and stuff like that. But at the same time, like Brian is saying, you're 
puzzle pieces are starting to fall into place about what's going on in the world. You right get now. so much context okay. about some of the things and what they mean that it's like, oh, okay. And, and why Velma hasn't been like forthcoming yes. with with everybody else. Exactly. So. And then there's the backup story of Scrappy Dude. <laughs> Crappy <laughs> which is great. Does it involve? Yeah, that was gonna, you did see it. <laughs> yeah. Puppy power? Uh, no, but he does say, "Let me at him." He just let me at him. Let me at him. I can't. Except uh, he evolves in this yes, story no. into the next phase. Scrappy dude, huh? Scooby Dum? No, he doesn't no. become Scooby Dum. No. <laughs> I need to go read it right now. <laughs> We're not well, pausing. We pause the podcast. No. Yes. Everybody stop. No, you should read it, though. Hammer time. It's good stuff. It is. Yeah, it was really good. It, uh, it was reward for sticking with the book. It, that's exactly what it was, yes. Yeah. Finally. I need it. Yep. What's next? Blacklight District, number one? Was it number one? Yeah, I think it's a one-shot. Um, okay. it, it's Blacklight District six issues. Okay. And this... what are those six issues? Um. Well... Are we eventually going to learn the other 93 issues? No. Oh. 99 issues. So it's got, it does have six quote-unquote issues in it. It's just different sections of the book, and it's called Symptoms, Green, Mad Hatton, Frozen, Hammer, and Bizarro. And what this is, is an interactive experience. Like, you, you go to this website that's in the front of the book, and you press play, and you listen to what you're looking at. And normally I would think that was really dumb. But these were really good. The art is beautiful. The songs are amazing. Because it's just a playlist. It's a playlist okay. that you're reading. It's really cool. That's it's cool. definitely cool. Who is this from? Who is this by? Um, it's an image book. It's Jesse Blaze Snyder is the writer, I guess. Now, do you have to eat Lord? locally sourced chicken products when you eat this book and Probably. grow a beard or is it something anybody can enjoy? I think anyone can enjoy and it. And tortoiseshell glasses. If, I, I was listening. <laughs> yes. I think if you like um, indie music. And I do. And, and like I, a PBR. And you do. I, I did like what was coming out of your I headphones. Don't, I don't like PBR. I don't so. that, but... Nobody likes PBR. I don't drink PBR. If I don't like a beer, I don't drink it. Um, but it was beautiful and pretty and it sounded amazing and i suggest that everybody who's really into music and really into art go get it and listen and but it's only the you can listen to the music free on the website but if you want to buy it it's only available on itunes and i was like well you can kiss my ass well that's how they get their money for the music though right i don't have a problem with that yeah but i want i want it on google play oh because i can't buy only it yeah, iTunes. only on itunes i'm sorry that made me saying. a little romp. Maybe they'll maybe they'll switch it. Maybe they'll change it, and you can get it. Did you ever see the movie Nine Songs? No. It was it was like a personal story of these two people, but in the backdrop are indie bands playing. Like they would have different scenes at indie. It was Nine Songs. Graphic sex in this movie too, though. <laughs> okay. Like like they show everything. Like it's it's basically porno indie porno. But mm. then but then with a lot of French angst thrown into it, so Oh, oh was it that makes was it, it French? No, it wasn't so French. If you like oh, red one. I was gonna say. <laughs> it was pretty I've watched it a couple of times. <laughs> I bet you have. In places. Mm. But yeah, it was very good. Excellent. I think I think everyone should Cool. It sounds really neat. Yeah, it is yeah. neat. I want there to be more. Well, maybe there'll be. Does it? Maybe there'll be eight, seven songs. Does it indicate there might be <laughs> more in any way, or does it seem like it's just? Uh, it does not indicate that, but who knows? Maybe the if it shadow. does well. Maybe if it does really well. Maybe the if all of you knows. go out and buy it. Yeah. 
That's typically how these things work. If it does well, you get yes, more. Fair yeah. All right. How about some Mark Miller time? All right. <laughs> Reborn number one. I think all time is Mark Miller time. Mark Miller, Greg Capullo. All right. So it's absolutely Mark Miller, right? Yes. It's not Millar. It's, I'm like 98% sure it is Miller. Okay. I've always said Millar, yeah. but I don't know that I'm right. I just I've all, know that I said Millar. I have heard it both ways. The way I am aware having the way I'm aware of having heard people who like interviewed him for comics websites and things like that say it is typically Miller. Okay, I hear that more than I hear Millar. Okay, from that group. No, that w- that would make sense. Yeah. Uh, so, what do you think of the book, Mike? Yeah. Oh wait, what book? Reborn. Reborn. Oh, I mean, I don't know that I can have an opinion about it to be honest uh, I don't know what happens so and it's over very quickly I will keep reading it and I'll put Woman it that dies way dies and wakes up in a sci-fi fantasy world in which she's apparently some kind of savior right okay and meets people from her history so I'm just like what the fuck is going on what well the this fuck? lady dies this this book <laughs> yeah <laughs> right this, yeah but then all I hear is lightning crashes playing in the background so <laughs> I kept waiting for her placenta to fall to the floor. Oh, of no. course you did. So, why? This is a trade book, a hundred percent a trade book for me. Uh, not not bad, just because I need more than this. So, yes. so I'm yeah. gonna wait I, for I, it. I, I, it was funny when I finished this. I was like, wow, that, that's all we get. That's it. Right? I was like, oh, Mike's gonna hate this. <laughs> and I did not, not not the story. The fact that there's the nothing. The fact that yeah. that's as far as it goes, and there's not more for another month. And it felt like a what you would get is a prelude comic somewhere else about the book, and then the story would pick up after this one. Is is kind of what I would I think. Could, if this were Marvel or DC, and this were some event thing, you're exactly right. This would be the preview. Issue. I will be honest. There's a specific reason why I picked up this number one instead of like I normally do with Mark Miller books, waiting for the trade. You picked and this that one up is because... the art team. Oh, oh, it, it's gorgeous. Yeah. I love this book. I love the art in this book. It's uh, Greg Capullo on pencils. Beautiful. Uh, I think he he may be inking himself here. I don't remember seeing a separate inker listed. Um, Matt Hollingsworth on colors, who worked with him on Batman, and FCO Placencia, who I think also worked with them on Batman. Who fell to the floor? Uh, Placencia is the colorist. And the inker is Jonathan Glappy. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Yeah. Placencia is the colorist. Burn. Okay. <laughs> I cheat, though, because I look. Yeah, you he do. looked it up. You do and I was trying up. to remember which combination of Batman artists it was on this book. <laughs> the fact that you know that alone is yeah. fine. Um, okay. So it was Glapion inked and FCO Placencia colored. Yes. Okay. Now cool. it is stored correctly in the database. Yes. Updating, reticulating splines. <laughs> All right. Sound like a cake song. Sound like every cake song. Are you are you hating on cake? Spoken word music? Yes. I will I am holding hostage still your other two cases of Peach Knee High. If you want to see them again, you will behave. Hmm. Peach Knee High or I'm not saying you have to like cake. Okay. I'm fine. saying yeah, don't, don't, don't hate, hate on, on cake it. in front of me. You can complain to me about it. I'll just not care. I patiently waited at the starting line. It's fine. Anxiously crouched at the starting line. Whatever it is. <laughs> oh, wait. That's uh, some crash test dummies. Mm-hmm. That was an excellent video game, by the way. I don't know if you remember the Crash Test Comedies video game. On I the do, actually, because they were hilarious. I loved that game so very, very much. 
they were going to have a show about the crash test dummies or there was like a pilot done where it was crash test dummies wasn't it like the yeah. the dudes from no, the car no there was a whole cartoon was it yes it ran on Fox I believe oh. like right before their A-list block of Saturday morning cartoons <laughs> wow yeah okay. I don't know that there were more than like four episodes that they ever cycled through but yes okay so I'm not hating on cake because I have peach knee high now. Thank you, Alex. You are most welcome. I could have just looked at it and laughed and shown you the picture later, but I didn't. Well, but you know, that would have met expectations. So well, <laughs> this yeah, just exceeded expectations. I'd have had more there fun that way. Go. Although holding this over you is pretty fun. So yeah, Reborn. I liked it. I I may grab the single issues just because of the art team. I'm mm-hmm. definitely going to get the trade. There'll later. still be the same art in the trade. I know, but there's... It's, it is beautiful. I will say this. I typically read trades more quickly than I read single issues. So okay. if I really enjoy the art, sometimes I'll get those single issues. Okay. Especially if it's something like this that's just a six-issue miniseries. Okay. Then I may still go grab those trades just okay. because yeah. it's a limited run and I tend to have more time. Yes, that's yeah. what that sounds like in the headphones. My cup is empty. <laughs> oh, no. It's broke. It's broke. That means that... I need to catch up a little bit in case she snorts. Uh, we're not in any danger of that this week, I think. Horror books are not funny. Oh, <laughs> some of them are. We have one in the stack my, that... My uh, quote of the week is from one of the horror is, books. <laughs> and we have one in the stack that's written by one of the co-creators of The Mask. So, oh, okay. There we go. That's that's my drink. Jen, don't pee at the table. <laughs> Jen had to go to the bathroom, but she was tired of going to the bathroom, so she just went here. Catheter, I hardly know her. Ooh. Uh, that's, no, that's not acceptable, sir. It's on the horror show. <laughs> that is a beautiful color. Mm. Go me. Is that the vodka? Yeah, I put the vodka in it. So black vodka and ginger beer makes this beautiful, well, home-dyed black vodka. It's, it's like it's a beautiful like, peacock color. It's, it's yeah. kind of like blue curacao, almost. 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 It's yeah. close. I have a friend whose wedding palette was in that color. Oh. Well, then that friend has beautiful. good taste. Yes, it was a gorgeous wedding. Big paws. <laughs> no, hey. peacock feathers, actually. It's it's relevant. We're talking about colors. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk about comics. <laughs> okay, if you insist. No. No, wedding palettes is fascinating. Hey, Mike. Yes. You read Great Lakes Avengers. I did. And I read. read Great Lakes Avengers. Yes. You want to talk about Great Lakes Avengers? I would love to talk about it. I All thought right. it was hilarious. And so, another Marvel book I'll probably be reading, yeah. I guess. And going back to pick up the earlier trade. Thank you, Backlogger. Backlogger. Because it was, uh, I only got it because of the preview. I always, always do the preview in Comicsology. And I was like, oh, that was actually really funny. Like, it was really funny, this woman having a date and not wanting to cancel the date, and then cancels the date because... For reasons. And, uh, <laughs> for reasons. I mean, the, any, the reason anyone, any woman cancels a date, for flat reasons. Man, flat Man is killing me in this book, though. Like, <laughs> he kills me, and I cannot wait to read more about it. Big Birth and Doorman. Yes. Oh, my God, Doorman is killing me. <laughs> it's so funny. He's like, oh, and he, he like told this joke, and it was really funny. He's like, oh, I got one in. So you can tell he's that guy of the group, and so they get reinstated. Like he has, turns out, Flatman somehow trademarked the word Avengers. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, brilliant. And so, and so they want to buy it back from him. They're offering like millions of dollars, whatever he wants. He goes, I just want to be back on the Avengers, baby. So they reinstate 
Great Lakes, Great Lakes Avengers. Avengers. And but then they give them like they're like, oh, we're gonna set you up in a Tony Stark headquarters and everything. And they're like, yes. And it's, it's like, like an abandoned Stark subsidiary <laughs> warehouse, <laughs> downtown Detroit. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And there's a fucking villain called Pitchfork Hands or something like that. Oh my god. Hey, life's a pitch. Life's oh, a pitch. Man. And he's, he's trying I'm to make... I'm have to go get this now. Oh, it's really funny. He's trying to make funny puns about having Pitchfork Hands and he keeps fucking them up. <laughs> it's, god, it's so funny. So yeah, I this is probably like... Because I didn't get into the, the squirrel... Squirrel girl phrase. Squirrel girl. Um, so this will probably be like that for me since well, I can jump in. Well, you yeah. know what? Maybe I'll pick this up to replace uh, Rocket Group. Go right. for it. Yeah, yeah it's the, funny. So I think, and I let me be clear. From I liked this book. I enjoyed this book. I think you enjoyed this book more than I did, Mike. Yeah, I think so. So I have read the like four issue Great Lakes Avengers miniseries Dan Slot wrote, which predates the Squirrel Girl craze. Okay. Like it's. 2004, I want to say, was when this series came out. It was at the same time as Avengers Disassembled. Because um, I think the trade was originally collected as JLI or JLA, GLA, there we go. GLA. GLA Misassembled. And is now, <laughs> now collected as the unbeatable Squirrel Girl and the Great Lakes Avengers because oh, okay. she was on the team originally. Okay, okay. okay. Um, but it's Dan Slott. Okay. And I adore Dan Slott. Mm-hmm. Who's writing this? Hilarious. Uh, I don't know, but while you were talking, like your iPad thing went off and your face went dark, and it took me a moment to realize I hadn't had a stroke. <laughs> I was like, "Holy shit!" His, his face went dark, and I was like, "Whoa!" Yes. To to help with ambiance, we are all lit solely by our own electronic devices. <laughs> That's how we stand each other. The other lights are off, save for the sunlight streaming in slightly through the closed blinds. Brian has We're, glasses, so the reflection off his glasses just makes him look like every asshole anime dad ever. <laughs> <laughs> Uncaring. Try it again. Back in your Ava. <laughs> but really, he's trying to prepare the rest of us for some sort of oncoming trial or tribulation. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Course. Because he really loves us. Yes. And knows he can't handle it himself. And we'll but we won't know it. Now do it again. Sacrifice <laughs> himself. We won't know it until a sub, like one of the altar villains kills him. Yeah. Oh. Or ninjas show up and he turns into John Goodman and fights them off. Yeah, which, which basically means John that, you know, Goodman. I've got, like... It may be one more issue max before I get killed. It's yeah. true. It's on this oh. yeah. Welcome to the portion of the show where Alex vouches for the quality of the Wachowskis Speed Racer movie and reminds you to it's go watch before. it. I know. Everybody's used to it. It's mm. so good. It's very pretty. It's so good. It's, it's one of the pretty. first movies I ever saw on Blu-ray. It was very pretty. It, it may pretty. have been the first one I, I bought that. on Blu-ray because it was so good. But it had that jackass that owes me $300, so... <laughs> John Goodman owes you three hundred dollars. No, John Goodman and I—we have our differences. But what the fuck's the guy's name? Scott Porter. Scott yeah. Porter owes me three hundred dollar bar tab, jackass. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding, Scott. It's really like two fifty nine. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's a big difference. So yeah, but right now I'm in as many movies as Scott Porter is. So I'll cut him some slack. <laughs> I, uh, Ow. I enjoyed Great Lakes of Avengers, but not as much as I did. Well, and I think maybe a little bit because I am so attached to that original series. Okay. And maybe once this one... I'm going to probably pick this up and try it. Okay, okay. Um, And maybe once this one has kind of built the team back together and is sort of running on all cylinders as a team. But for now, I think it's a trade book. Okay. Yep. 
I could, I could see yeah. that. But yeah, I think you'd really dig it too. So check it out. All right. Vision's ending, so I have to pick up some Marvel. Some books. Marvel something. Yeah, something to replace it. <laughs> Speaking of Marvel somethings, Marvel something. Marvel somethings. Clone conspiracy number one, or dead no more clone conspiracy number one, or however the hell it's yeah. titled. Yeah, I'm okay. So I'm thinking the event is dead no more, and clone conspiracy is this. That's how yeah. I read it. Like, That's, yeah. So the Spider-Man issues are branded as dead no more or prelude to dead no more. You've got the dead no more clone conspiracy, right? Which is the main story while it's going on. So, Brian, I yes. want to start with you. You did Jesus, not. That's loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> you did not jump in on Spider-Man number sixteen, as was recommended. I did not jump in on Spider-Man number sixteen. Like a brat. You jumped in on Clone Conspiracy number one. I did. Who does that? Me. I did. How did you like it? Not having read kind of the beats that lead up to it. Um. Actually, you know what? It 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 still makes sense. I can get where you probably would get more certainly the uh, some of the emotion that's in the mm-hmm. first scene. Uh, yeah. that, that people are displaying, but all in all honesty, if you're familiar with Spider-Man characters in general, you understand where that's kind of going to come from. I mean, okay. it makes cool. sense, even if even if you don't know the specific reason, you get why these characters feel this way about these other characters. And so, from that standpoint, it, it was easy to pick up and go from there. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I would have been lost. Yeah. Yeah. If I hadn't, because there were certain things that happened, and I was like, "Oh shit, that did happen." Yeah, I, I am glad it made sense to you, mm-hmm. but I cannot imagine just jumping in on this. And no. it may well be that yeah. there's some other things that I'm just that that just don't make. I, I, you know, I'm not catching because sure. of that. But it, I don't feel like I'm missing well, from that. So I'm glad to hear that. In which case, that's something. if that's the case, that's phenomenally good writing, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Who's writing this? Dan Slott. Oh, yeah. there we yeah. go. Okay. Who is just... He yeah. is... I think we talked about this maybe a few weeks ago. He has written now one out of every five issues of The Amazing Spider-Man. Um, That's a lot. He Yes. It's a lot of Spider-Man. And he is very good at seeding things and playing a long game. And his sales numbers are basically the best at Marvel on average. So he gets to kind of just do whatever he wants and ignore yeah. events if he wants. And So Slott plays a long game. Yeah. And this is going to run through four books, right? Well, <laughs> sure. Story There's a checklist time. in the back of the mm-hmm. issue. I am, if I were just reading Spider-Man, I would only worry about reading Spider-Man and Clone Conspiracy. Okay. Now, I happen to already be reading Silk, As which is I. one of those books. So I'm going to continue reading it. I... I don't know. I may, for practical purposes, for the sake of this podcast, to discuss it, pick up an issue or two of Prowler. Which, it's it's five issues. Yeah. Is, is the, that's part of this. In but. normal conditions, as a reader, without a podcast to talk on, I probably would skip the Prowler issues. Yeah, I would agree with that. I probably would, too. Um, and typically, when, when these Spider-Man events go on, because Dan Slott wants things to be intelligible only reading in this case Spider-Man and Clone Conspiracy but whatever the main books for that are like he he usually structures this thing where you're probably not going to have to read Silk or Prowler I do feel I I mean I do understand I'm probably going to have to pick up Amazing Spider-Man for this though yeah Yeah. I'd I'd recommend that 
And I don't know. I think there's value in going back to number 16 and jumping on mm-hmm. there. I might well do that. Yeah. Too. yeah. Um, if for no other reason than because I think if you are looking at definitely the Prowler book, I can I will tell you straight out one of those issues is going to be kind of what you need to know for how did Prowler Pretty end up in this setup. Important. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I definitely think what you said about the emotional impact in the first few pages of this issue comes straight out of the last issue of Spider-Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an easy context to understand, and they recap it well, but mm-hmm. that's going to come right out of there. So, your call, but I'd, I'd recommend taking a look. Okay. Yep. I mean, like I said dance lot, so now i got to take a look at it. Yeah. Okay. It's real good. It's that good, good Spider Boy. I mean, she's already bought it. You have no excuse. It, it right. is, I, I was it's gonna say in it, this house. I, I can say. I, I mean, I, I I'm not the world's biggest. I mean, I like Spider Man, but I'm not the biggest Spider Man fan in the world. But I, I really enjoyed this. See, I like am, said bigot, didn't he? I'm not the world's bigot. <laughs> I am a big no. Oh no, I am the world. But no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I am the like, world bigot. If I had pick to pick a favorite. Kind of at least mainstream superhero would probably be Spider-Man. Okay. It took me, I think I've said this before, it took me forever to jump onto the book because I was afraid of it Mm -hmm. not living up. And I adore this series. Spider-Man's probably the character I'm pickiest about. That's fair. Excellent. Warlords of Appalachia. Okie dokie. Okie finokie? No. No, No. not the okie finokie. It's in Kentucky, sorry. Um, You're like a few states away. It is good. It is. Yeah, it's touching all the wires. I know. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it's just filming I, panelology on a sailing ship. I, <laughs> <laughs> Every time Brian moves his head, creepy. Um, I have no idea who it is satirizing, or if it's just satirizing everyone. I don't know who... Satirizing? The, sat, 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 satire? Satire? I thought you said saturizing. Saturizing. Saturating. Saturating. Everyone is saturating. Saturizing. Um, Whom is it soaking? (laughs) Sure. Jen raised her hand. Saturating? Saturizing? I don't know. So. (laughs) Saturizing. Saturizing is the word. Saturizing is the word. Saturizing. Yes. Um, And I, like, I know who seems bad, but I don't know who the bad side really is. That almost matches you. It does almost match my hair. I was kind of looking. It's a little more green than not your hair. not the comic book. The no, my no, yeah. yeah. we're back on the colors. Um, yeah, somehow this is a book about uh, hillbillies in Kentucky fighting off the government, and I don't. I can actually read it. I was going <laughs> to say, what is this book about? Tell me, but let's back up and tell me what yes. this is okay, about. Okay, let's do that. Because I did not read. All it. right, so all right, as far as we know, there's been no previous material about this story, right? So far as I know. It seems okay. brand new to me. Because this team has been on other things before, and when I was reading about what they had done before, I was like, oh, that's not related, is it? No. All right. Um, it's, I uh, don't know. It's Appalachia. They may all be related. It may. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Hold on. Um, so there has, there has been another civil war in America. Again, first Again. the superheroes up in New York, and now in Kentucky. Okay, the, the superheroes twice. This, this Civil War two. This there, has nothing this, to do with Civil War. This II. Civil no, War. This is not, yeah. The Civil War I makes sense. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> this Civil War is like a thing that could really happen in this country okay. within the next fifty years. Oh well, there. Is it happening now? <laughs> Can we just let Kentucky go? That's how you make America great again. Well, uh, it hmm. it appears that America has let Kentucky go. Has just. 
given up on Kentucky pretty much. I think forgot about Kentucky. <laughs> Doing the maps. They're like, what's that blob in the middle? Is I don't that, know. Is that, is that the Kentucky? Lake? I, think it's I don't a remember lake. Kentucky being there. We can it's get to Candle Nights without going through Kentucky. It'll just take a little longer. It's true. It will. And the liquor barn's in Tennessee. Yeah, we're fine. Yeah. Um, so I guess the government won the Civil War again. Right? Is that what you're getting from this? The Union won a, again. But I don't know how it fragmented like, the rest of the country is. It's not everybody and yeah. then not con- and then Kentucky's just left out of it. Yeah. Right? right? Is that what you're getting from it? Yes. Like there's other fragmentations of the United States. That's what it seems like. And there's a lot of propaganda going on. The American president is a radio personality. Yes. Yes. Howard he does Stern, a, Howard Stern president. is president? He does a radio it's, show. He's, he's not a good dude. He's not a good dude. Um, he's the one who's who's propagating all the propaganda. Sean Hannity is president? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I could listen to this guy. <laughs> um, but then you... It gets into the... More of a family that is in Kentucky. It's about family. It's about, it's about... It's about family. It's Kentucky. It's about family. And they pissed off the biggest redneck of them all. Now he's coming out. <laughs> That's right. That's this book. And I relate to that. Yeah. However, one uh, and this is the part that I find the most interesting about this book is that there are blue people. I was in literally Kentucky. about to ask you, is there a faction of blue people? There are blue people yes. in Kentucky. I could not go through this conversation without asking you if there were blue people. And had one of their last names off from arrested development. Had one of their last names been Garrett, I would have been like, well, this is a real book. This is about the truth. Um There's here's the gospel. <laughs> yeah, that happens. So yeah, a lot. there's crazy blue people that live in the trees, and they all are afraid of them. <laughs> Matches oh. your drink. It does match my drink. That's um. great. <laughs> great. Great. Bet they could get themselves an act in Vegas. However, these sure blue people are a result of a drug and not massive inbreeding. <laughs> Suppo- supposedly, I mean, it's or probably both. both. <laughs> it's a lot it's of a drug that allows you. It's the hills of Kentucky. It's how I you mean, inbreed. Come on. You take this drug and then you start breeding. Ugh, so so is this is what happens to that blue stuff from Breaking Bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. It is. That's hilarious. They're like, you gonna wish meth was back. They say that in that's, the book. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's like a direct quote. You just thought bath salts and meth were bad. Now we got Kentuckians. But it is. It is good. Weird. Blue it is weird and Kentucky. good. <laughs> okay. Blue Kentucky. <laughs> you saw me. No. You saw me dancing alone with my sister. <laughs> no. <laughs> we'll we'll get to incest when we get to afterlife with Archie. Dear God. We record this in Georgia. We're allowed to make fun of anything in the south. It's true. Okay. I, I have family in Kentucky. I'm allowed to make fun of Kentucky. We live it's in a city that requires you to own a gun. From. I can make fun of anything in this house. Blue much. house with a blue true. window. Blue is the color of all that we wear. Uh, <laughs> I was singing the whole time. I had no doubt of this. I was really just baiting you right there. Mm-hmm. So what's next? Is it still good as next? Oh, wow. We're already there. We're already, wow. already there. Right. That's Holy. awesome. Fuck, really? Well, we've got a lot after. Okay. We've got a lot All right. after. All right. That's good. Uh, Speaking of after We had a two-hour episode last week, so we <laughs> yeah. yeah. don't Speaking need another two-hour episode. Three-hour tour. No. no. Hey, Brian. It's not. Yes. Is Action Comics still good? Uh, Action Comics is still good. This is a little bit different. It, it moves really on to a new story, and it's Lois. Uh, 
Investigating uh, whom? Investigating Lois. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. A little bit of Lois on Lois. Uh, oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> not quite, because one of them's not there, but, oh. you know, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, I thought it was interesting. It was, uh, again, action is continuing now to do kind of different stories. Yeah. And there you go. It's cool. I'm with you. Yeah. Hey, Mike. Yeah. All-Star Batman number three. Great. KG Beast. <laughs> but it was scratched out. The KG will, was scratched out. He's just he beast. Will, I know. Beast. I know, but he will always in my heart, be and KG probably beast. for legal reasons, yes. so Marvel doesn't sue them. The KG Beast right. yes. with uh, the crossed out. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> yeah. This is this might be my favorite one of the the run of the three. Yeah, so far, um, just good stuff, and it's got a little bit of backstory uh, with him and Harvey Dent. You want to know what the next arc is about? Mm-mm. No. <laughs> okay. I mean, I yeah. I mean, uh, I the you know listeners might want to. Do you want to? Yeah. Okay. Are you the sure? next arc. Is Batman going up into the Arctic to track down Mister Freeze, and it will be drawn by Jock. It's an Arctic oh. Okay. Yeah. Victor Freeze. Now I are the excite. Hey Brian. Yes. I was excited before. Batgirl and the Birds of Prey number three. Is it still good? Uh, it is. If you like the first two, you will like this one. Uh, keep going with it. Deathstroke number four is probably my favorite issue of this run so far. Yeah. Which, Slade and Rose are fantastic. Which means probably every issue of this has gotten better. Yes. Yeah. So I, I agree with you. And yeah, the the dynamic between those two is off the charts. Yeah. It's great. Also, and I have teased Jen about this all week long because she doesn't read the book, straight on Naked Man Butt. Oh, oh. Look, it doesn't have to no be Man Butt. Okay. Doubt. No, I know. But in this case, it happens to be man. It full does. on full frontal nudity this week in one of the trades. So <laughs> oh, yes, at least Unexpected one of the trades. Yeah. Full frontal nudity. <laughs> yeah, that's not always a good thing. Unexpected is not. Speaking usually. of unexpected, and it full wasn't even John's nudity. blue penis. I know. Which would Speaking have been of unexpected correct. full frontal. Oh, nudity. that was another thing I was going to say. You need to read this because of Manhattan, the Black anyway. Light District. Okay. One. Speaking of unexpected full frontal nudity, for hey, the third Jen. time. Hi. Flash. Is it still good? <laughs> nice. It is still good. Boogity, boogity. Um, It's the end of the Godspeed arc, so yeah, yes. it's still good. Hey, Godspeed. Brian. Yes. Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps. Is it still good? Uh, it is. Uh, it's uh, continuing. To, it's actually having a story that's moving now, and so I'm enjoying it. Hey, Brian. Yes. Red Hood and the Outlaws, number three. Is it still good? Um, It is. I'm going to say just a little bit extra on this one because we finally get the full, the last member of this team that they have been advertising. Um, They actually get... It's Brian Michael Bendis. That's weird. (laughs) Brian and Michael, what? He'll make an appearance later on in the show. Yes. Uh, Bizarro. Um, No, so they finally get Bizarro and he's... This whole issue is kind of about... The setup of getting him and putting him where he's going to be. For so the team. this am worstest issue of series. Am worstest issue. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Not saying something. Hey, Mike. Yeah. Wonder Woman number eight. No, it's is bizarre. It so good? No. Oh, yeah. Wonder Woman eight is fantastic. Love it. Some Minerva oh, backstory. Yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman's not even in this, and I would probably read a whole trade of Minerva trying to find the Amazons. And this is a guest artist. <laughs> Right, Bill uh, is it Bill Quee, Bill Quist? Do you pronounce this? I, it sounds French, so I'd say Bill Quee. I don't know how that's actually pronounced. Elbly, elbly. Pay attention to such things. Sure. Well, there's a guest artist whose name I just maimed. I know Rucker wrote it. Yes. So I love it. The even numbers, 
continue to be the best. Yeah, and I, I mentioned earlier when we talked about Scoopot, how there was another one that that was very similar. This is it, the backstory. where it's the whole the whole thing is a a character's backstory that does a lot to kind of move along and and help you understand where the main story is at. Right, cool, uh, really good. Hey Brian, mm-hmm. Black Monday murders. Oh, man, this continues to be one of probably my favorite uh, series. And uh, it, it's more of the same story, and so it's fantastic. This is your first Hickman book, is that right? Uh, I mean... You have read any other Hickman, have you? I'm trying to think. I feel like I have, but I don't know what it was. Uh, I don't know. You still haven't read Manhattan Project. I have not read Manhattan Project. Oh, my God. Oh, get on that. I, I know. You guys have already told me that. It's already on the list. And if You're I didn't... fucking ha- reading the... Anyway, never mind. <laughs> if, right. I, if I didn't have, like, you know... All the trades that I'm, other trades that I'm reading. I <laughs> when you read this book, you're going to be like, all in the back correct. And get that. When you read and this book, read you will it. go, all right. Oh fuck. And you can do that now that we're not doing an episode next week. That's correct. all about reading a bunch of trades. That's yeah. right. You can take my two big hardcovers up there. I need to take your big two hardcovers. Black <laughs> Science number twenty-five. Whoa. Uh, also excellent. Continues to be a a really enjoyable book that continually reinvents itself each arc. So. This is a very different arc than any of the last ones and continues to be enjoyable. Hey, Jen. Hey, me. Glitter Bomb number two. Is it still good? It is still good. It is more of the same. It is weird and it is a little scary. Tentacly? I like it. Is it it's, it's a little tentacly, yeah. All right. Oh, this is the chick that got raped on the beach by an octopus. I mean, sure. We're going to call it that. Yeah. Um, I will Made say that love the, to by an octopus maybe. on the beach. The cleanup of the murder scene was really good. Okay. I liked yeah. that. That was interesting. It was really weird. Did it involve fava beans and a nice Chianti? It did not. Mm-hmm. I wish it had. That would have been tasty. Tell me, Clarice. Hey, Brian. Yes. Killer Bees Killed, number three. Killer Bees Killed. Um, This, again, uh, another series. This is Ed Brubaker, and the, the you know it, it, it fits right in with all the other things that they've written, and it's continuing the story, and I'm enjoying it. And if you're looking for something spooky... This is pretty spooky. Um, it's at least kind of a cult, right? It, yeah, it, it's it's it's, a, it, it's it's kind of a culty, um, but it's not. I would not say it's a horror comic, though. Okay, that's yeah. fair. <laughs> uh, Jupiter's Legacy two number four, Jen. It is good. It are good. We will talk about this in depth with the next issue. Yes. It are good as it concludes. Yeah, it concludes it'll be the last issue. issue. Yep. Is the next one the last one, or is mm, the next one the next, only the next, five issues? It says to be concluded. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, all right. Then. Another thing that has concluded is Darth Vader number twenty-five came out this mm. week. It was delightful, and I am happy to say I was wrong about what Kieran Gillen's next Star Wars book is. It is, is not a. Uh, I assumed because of the timing of it and the fact that it was classified that it was a Rogue One issue. It was a Rogue One thing. It is not, and minor spoilers for Darth Vader if you haven't read it. It's a Dr. Aphra ongoing. Mmm. Yeah. Super excited for that. I love Dr. Aphra. Very cool. Um, And her sociopathic killer droids are Mm -hmm. also in it. So, yes. Cannot wait. Uh, Hey, Brian. Yes. Gwynpool number seven. (laughs) It is. You know what? Uh, The best thing I can say about this book, it's more Gwynpool. Yep. It is more Gwynpool, so still hey, Mike. good. Yeah. Moon Knight number seven. Uh, yeah, still good. <laughs> and that's all I can say about it. Fuck Action packed. Because you can't think of anything it's, else to say about it. Because it's, it's three books in one, and it's just... Plus, 
like Coming from inserted there to there. single pages or panels. Well, or, and they like, even they're even starting to mess with reality and that they're breaking the rules on which artist draws which. Yes, yeah. like it, like yeah. they're it's, every. It's like they're trying to mess themselves up at yeah, this point. Yeah, it's done really it's, well. Like, I, am I don't even know if they know what's going on anymore. It's oh, so, I think they're very clear. I do too, but you understand what I'm saying. I am going to start calling him Jeff Lemire, though, from now on. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Old Man Logan continues to be excellent. Uh, Han Solo, I continue to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Hey, Brian. Yeah. Britannia number two. How's it? Oh, I really like this. You know what? And I, I thought about this. This could actually almost go into our horror uh, yeah. theme because uh, this, yeah, it's, this is about a kind of the Cthulhu-esque type demon and this Roman soldier that's hunting him. And it continues to be really good. I'm really enjoying this. Cool. Hey, Brian. Mm-hmm. Oblivion number three. Is uh, it still good? Uh, it, this is the conclusion of this little three issue arc. And it was fun read. Uh, I would not say it's the best thing I've read, but it, it, it was a lot of fun. Cool. Hey, Brian. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Weaver's number six. Is it still of <coughs> requisite still quality with what it has been? <laughs> wow. <laughs> you guys really don't like this book. I really don't like this I, book. I, I, I know. You this enjoy is, it, though. and pe- I, Different people I, like different things. I did. It was uh, issue number six, which is the, this is the conclusion of this story. And this um, is the history of the Sigourney family. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I'm still bummed that we haven't gotten that Sigourney Weaver and Helen Hunt crossover. Book yet the weavers and hunt yeah yeah but um so yeah you i mean it, love to it, hunt it, weavers i would i would recommend if you want to read this i would recommend reading it in trade though so nice now that, now that all the issues are out you can either grab them all or you can wait for the trade and, and grab it cool yeah all right it is that time we have arrived at the main event <laughs> Time to get spooky. Ah! Flash! Ah! No, that's no. not spooky. No, that's not. I, I don't know. The black, the black flash is kind of spooky. No. Actually, a little bit. Just a little. No, just a little bit. No, uh, no, you know what that just made me think of though is American Vampire. Yeah. The the, the, the two actresses in the very beginning, where it's like. Well, Brian. It's, Tell me about American Vampire. Oh my gosh! Oh. This uh, I, I read this first trade and it was amazing. I absolutely I did not realize how much I enjoyed horror comics until yeah. I read three trades this week, and I liked all this three is of Snyder, them. Right? Yep. This is so American Vampire yep. is typically Scott Snyder and Raphael Albuquerque. Yes. <laughs> Um, I say typically because there have been some like mini series that go in and flesh things out that have been other artists. Ba-dum-bum. And I say typically because there are some backstories in this first trade that mm-hmm. are some back yeah backstories in this first trade that are scripted by Stephen King, which they are also yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, everything about this book is good. The pacing is done really really well. The story is amazing. Uh, the characters are. Exactly. I mean, they involve you, and then they so, change, and then they yes. Explain the conceit of this book for people who don't know what it's about. Okay, so this is uh, this is about in general the traditional European vampires, which who, are what we think of as the classical. Rule these of are the Count Dracula vampires. They're they can't go out in the daylight. You know, stake through the heart. 
uh, garlic, that whole that whole thing. Right? Thank you. I was thinking. Yeah. That. I was, had I not been drinking, I would have been seeing. I, I, Steak do that. I saw you were drinking, yeah. so I, <laughs> Dude, I sorry, felt that for you. Ah, but um, so you give bon love That's a lad name. So <laughs> basically, there there is a there's this old west outlaw, and uh, he's being hunted down. And one of the bankers that is sponsoring kind of the sheriff and the deputy to go hunt him down uh, is one of these old European vampires. So he's present when this guy gets killed, and he kind of comes at him and attacks him. And long story short, he ends up getting some blood in the bad guy in the outlaw's eye uh which then when he's buried transforms him except it transforms him into something different he is not the same as the traditional vampires he's an american vampire he Ooh. is that's there you go that's, he's an american. that's the idea is right. different regions have just for whatever reason different reactions to well, vampires. the ley lines obviously clearly yeah, clearly yeah like totally yeah peyote Probably but he though. can he can walk in the daylight because yeah. um, he's fucking American. That's right, <laughs> damn straight. America, he's, 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 yeah, he's, he's stronger than they are. Fuck yeah, <laughs> right. Fuck yeah, yes. But he, but again, you said American. <laughs> thanks. But the, uh, his weakness is when the moon is when when there's a new moon when the moon is, is in the down. seventh house and Jupiter is there aligned with Mars. He is weak during that time. So he's weak he, during a full moon. No, during a new moon. New moon. Yes. So when the moon is not, he's new at his strongest. Moon. So in other words, his power kind of waxes and wanes with the moon. Yes. Yes. Uh, and so he has reached long. He he has reached an agreement with this with the old vampires that that they basically want to attack each other, right? To so what he does instead is he creates a new vampire. And just Pearl Jones, and Pearl Jones, and just lets her <laughs> run loose. And he creates Pearl Jam <laughs> <laughs> in Seattle in the eighteen hundreds. Yeah. I don't know this okay. book. No, 1929. This book hops through time, and I'm not up to yeah. the nineteen twenties yet. So maybe he does create Pearl Jam. No, uh, she is. Th- that is in the nineteen twenties. Not nineteen, uh, yeah, nineteen twenties. This is not. The it is the backstory by Stephen King is the one that's in the in the old west okay, in the eighteen hundreds. Right, right. Yes, okay, yeah. If you offend a like, Seattle vampire, do you think he holds a grunge? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Right. Until he achieves Nirvana. <laughs> okay, he was a vampire before vampires were cool. Well, of course, he was. Tell me about Afterlife with Archie. I can't think and tell you at the same time, Okay, Alex, then think about on. it later, because thinking is bad radio. Radio is about talk, not thought. Yes, good radio yeah. is discussing the color of your drink. <laughs> and the palette of weddings. And the palette I felt of weddings. it was good radio. I thought so, too. I, think the I would episode, have listened to that. Could the episode immersive... title be called Palette of Weddings? Because I, I think <laughs> it, it should. Palette of Weddings. An immersive... It, well, it is uh, a audio. it is a horror episode. Look, Mike. I'm going to release a playlist for you to listen to while you listen to this episode. <laughs> it <laughs> will right. include blue. That is for that's sure. Probably, that's probably. So true. I read about half of this before we started recording today. After I got here, right? Afterlife with Archie. Yes. Got this. I've I have not read this since I got back from Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um. You know I like it, Brian, because it's got art from Francesco Francavilla. It's oh, true. There you it go. has some of the nicest. That would art. tell me. Yep. That you would like it. It is very good. Um, it is a zombie apocalypse in Riverdale. 
And what is the inciting event? Why does the zombie apocalypse? I love this detail. I hope it's the hamburgers. I totally forgotten. No. Um, (laughs) I knew this before I read it. This has been the reason I've wanted to read this book specifically, what the inciting event is. Poor, poor hot dog (gasps) gets hit by a car. Sacro Sanctus Domine. <laughs> so you finally shut the dog up. I actually might read this book. And I used to like you. 55 40. It only took two minutes. Damn it. So poor, poor, poor hot dog gets killed. And, and they turn him into actual hot dogs. No. No, that that was uh, Harley Quinn that <laughs> a couple weeks ago. No, yeah, that would have been pretty funny though. Um, and then Sabrina, feeling terrible, brings him back. Oh, but he comes back wrong. So it's Pet Cemetery. Yeah, I was it like, is nobody's kind of ever watched Pet Cemetery yeah. in these universes. Right, that's what I'm saying. All right, you don't do you don't Does bring pets. Read the monkey's paw, any of that? I have to say, I think the most terrifying panel though that I have that I saw in the three issues of this I read. Is that panel where her ants get rid of her mouth? Oh, dear God, yeah, that was scary. Mm-hmm. It looked. Oh, here, <laughs> sorry, Brian was reaching for it. I am. I want to look through this. Now, this it is, is good. This is pretty great. Is the teacher named Grundy a a traditional Archie character, or is that a Solomon Grundy reference? No, kind of traditional. Oh, is it okay. uh, the female Miss Grundy? Yeah, yeah, she's a. Do they well, want pants? I'd like to think she's here because Solomon Grundy. But you can go ahead and keep thinking that. Okay. No, it is. It is. Solomon Grundy like hot dogs. Pretty fantastic. <laughs> By the end of it, they're trapped in. I don't even want to. Is it a complete story? Is this a complete or an ongoing? It, it an is ongoing. ongoing. Okay. Okay. But the oh, current so... arc, maybe the arc that just wrapped, is called R.I.P. Betty. Mm-hmm. The Archie arc. The arch yes, of, Archie, Archie of the Covenant. Arch, arch, Archie of the Covenant. I'd read that. So are any of the main characters zombies now? Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Pretty I mean, important zombies. Whose dog too. comes back as a zombie? Oh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Who's never the first mind. one to get bit? It's got to be Jughead. It's got to be. Ding, ding, ding. It's totally Jughead. Because he's the only one that could get away with acting like a zombie, and they didn't notice it. Yeah. Right? Okay. That's exactly how this Shit, starts I think out. I wrote Jughead, where have you been? And then he bites someone. Yeah. And they think it's a joke. Mm-hmm. Did he go for the jugular? We already made that joke. We've made that joke. Yeah. We didn't. We didn't make that joke. We didn't make that joke. No. No. Did he but, get jiggy while he went for the jugular? I don't think so. Right. But everybody was getting jiggy with it. That makes while me he went for the jugular. That's true. Except for the guys in the back playing Pokemon, catching a Jigglypuff. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. With Puff. Day. Or the guys playing Banjo Kazooie and collecting jiggies. Hmm. Hmm. So jiggies and Jigglypuffs while they get <laughs> jiggy with Jughead. And some juggalos. We should talk about the juggalos. Whoop, whoop, yeah. Whoop, whoop. Whoop. None of that was terrible. <laughs> None of that was worse than that. No. Oh we're God. not disparaging an <laughs> entire class. Yes, of Brian is flipping through the book and reacting. I just saw Moose and Midge. Yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. you're about as far as I got. Okay. Oh, yeah. There's some very interesting to... Moose and Midge going there on. There is also a one. Sabrina horror book, which I haven't read. Correct. Have you read it I have not. I haven't the even bought it, but chilling I need horrors. it. The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Yeah. Yep. That's the one I don't I know, but I love Sabrina, so I'm, mm-hmm. I really want to... I should check that right. out. More girls should be named Sabrina. No joke. No. Yes. Mm. Yes. No, What's your name? You... Sabrina. Mm-hmm. But then yes, you get the inevitable. <laughs> Brie. Brie crazy. Or Anna. My sister's... Or Sa- How do you get Anna from that? Sabrina. 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 <laughs> Sabrina. Ina. I'd call her Ina. 
Ugh. Maybe she too that's, humped. That's like <laughs> too humped. I was about to go there. I should have known. I didn't have to. <laughs> she would be when you got done your with sister's her. name is Bri- My sister's name is Brianna. And you're Brian. Mm-hmm. So they're really but original. You're not twins. <laughs> nope. Oh, that's. It may be better hey. that you're not twins. No, I no like, we're like four I like years apart. Names. They have an Those older sibling fun. just called B. So B E A. It's cool. No. Speaking of things that start with the letter B, <laughs> wow. Black Magic. Of that Volume was one. that was reaching. <laughs> hey, That's look, Alex. <laughs> look, not every segue can be right. absolutely stellar. That's Black fair. Magic, Volume 1, Greg Rucka, Nicholas Scott, the team that writes the even-numbered issues of Wonder Woman. Oh, that's, that's awesome. I just didn't have time to read this. It was good. It was yeah. really good. Alex. What's it about? Alex? It is about a, and this is going to sound really familiar in a minute when we talk about another mm-hmm. book. Um, it is about, although there are differences, a police officer who is a witch. And, and not like... What you think of today as a no. witch. And not witch blade, right? That's what I think of when I think of witch. <laughs> no, I think this girl's probably okay. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, this starts off basically with her being called to this hostage scene in which the person having taken the hostages calls for her specifically, wants to talk to her specifically, and then tries to kill her because he knows she's a witch, which he shouldn't know. And he knows her true name, which he shouldn't know. And so he this like first a bucket arc, of water at her. Huh? He throws like a bucket of water on no, her. No, a bucket of kerosene. Yeah. Oh. Help me, yeah. Uh, So basically this first arc is, it seems to me like a lot of setup for what is going to come okay. next. It is interesting setup, but I'm more interested in what comes next. So volume yes. two seems, is going to be good? Huh? Volume two volume is Volume one was good. Volume one is good. I think volume two is going to be where things really start clicking and moving forward. Okay. Yes. A lot. Um, this does character work. This, you know, you know who each of these people are. You know what their relationships are. Mm-hmm. You see her best friend who kind of re- leads their coven. Um, at least the closest thing she's got to a best friend. Yeah. You see her partner. You you get kind of those relationships. This is this is like a detective book with magic. Okay. In which I say in contrast to. And actually, we'll go there next. Brian, Coffin Hill, which is a magic book with detectives. Oh, <laughs> yes. So, oh, are we talking about that? Yeah. No, oh, I'm saying, okay. gonna, unless oh, you can, have anything else you want to say. No, I, like, I thought you were no, just good. saying that, and then you were going to say more about Black Magic. I mean, so I would like to say that it was good. If you like any sort of Wiccanry, anything yeah. like that, you will like this book. I like John yes. Wick. Good. Is that good? Well, is that the same thing? No, but I... I no, but John Wick. Hmm. No, I can't make that connection. I don't think that I can definitively say if you like John Wick, you'll like this book. Um, Are any of these books so far scary? I think of these books, if you wanted to jump from John Wick to run to one of them, that would be Rumble. Okay. Yeah, probably. Okay. I mean, the dog does die in Rumble. No. Don't tell me that. So, it doesn't in the first... No, not the three-legged dog. Oh, thank you, the, Jesus. The Scarecrow Man's dog from when he had a oh body. Oh, God. You had me. I had the vipers for a second. Scarecrow man's dog from when he had a body. Got it. Yep. I don't think it was actually technically a dog, but you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there. We, we will. Coffin Hill, Brian. Uh, Coffin Hill is um, it's Caitlin Kitteridge uh, and, and Naki Miranda. 
And it is, this was probably my favorite of the three that I read. Uh, this is an old family who was in Salem and they fled before the trials and left the charlatans to take the fall for it. Yep. And, and they're cursed. And they are cursed. And basically all the women of this family's line are witches. So the daughter is a basically is a punk rocker <laughs> when she's young. Ooh. And they have lots of money and so she kind of rebels and runs away and uh, tries to escape the family and the curse and the whole thing. She yep. ends up being a police officer. Uh, well, something happens, and she is like basically suspended. She was well, she almost gets killed. Yeah, uh, and uh, doesn't have anywhere to go because she's off the force. So she ends up going back home, and which is the last place she wants to. Go. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, and the woods, which her and her friends were uh, doing magical kind of things in. When she was younger, looking for stashes uh, of porn. Probably <laughs> yes. that's exactly well. No, but well, maybe Boy, I they am might have been out actually. of the park this week. <laughs> they actually I'm might just have been. Guessing all this. <laughs> but, um, is it a scary book? It. it you know what? Yes, this. I was about to say that right. this is a scary book, Good. and uh, it's there's children missing <coughs> uh, now in the woods, and yeah, it's yeah. Woo. Yeah, and this was. What is it with witches and children missing? That's the whole. That's the whole mythology. Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. That's their mythology. They yeah. eat children. Right. Yeah. And build their houses out of ginger. Their tales to scare children. <laughs> Speaking yeah, of this, gingerbread houses. This book was a bit of a surprise for me. Like, this is my copy of the book. I, yes. I handed it to you. Yes. Uh, I bought this book, I don't know, like a year and a half ago. The series was still going on when I bought the first volume. It has ended now. It's three trades. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I read like the first issue and thought, yeah, this is good. I need to read the rest of this at some point and kind of said I'll come back to it and never did until we were getting ready to record this episode. Oh this book was so good. I went out it and bought the second really, volume right after. Really, I will probably pick up all three of them. Yeah. It, it was that good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I very strongly recommend it. I'd heard good things about it, but nothing to really indicate to me that it was as good as it turned out to be. That was going to help me make my joke next. It was like the follow-up to this is called Sneezing Mountain. <laughs> Coughing You guys didn't hear that, but Brian sneezed. <laughs> yeah. You guys didn't hear that because I guess the headphone gambit did work. It did. It did actually work. Mm-hmm. I suppose if I go up a hill, it's just called Wheezing Hill. <laughs> Panting Hill. Panting. Panting Hill. Panting. Heard you, heard you that time. Yeah. Pan- panting. Yes. Pantine. Pan- Panting. Panting. You shampoo the hill? Yeah. If you tell two friends, and they tell two friends. Oh, that's Prell. That's Prell. Wasn't that Prell? Pyramid scheme? Yeah, basically. (laughs) We're advocating a pyramid scheme, scheme, but nobody's profiting off of it except Procter & Gamble. (laughs) Which, yeah, pyramid scheme, right? (laughs) Which I always thought was the best name ever because, you know, you don't don't want to gamble with that. (laughs) Procter & Gamble. So, Fatal... Ed Brubaker, Sean Phillips. I actually think this is only you. You I think this one is only you. I think you're the only one who read it. Which I'm really surprised that I left this book here and neither of you read it. There were two that I just didn't get to. She just handed me trades and I read them. Uh, So this is... Mike has been asking the question, is this scary? And I think this is maybe the book where we start to get into... Perhaps the horror label is used a little loosely by comics publishers. Mm. Well, that yes. doesn't surprise me. This is definitely a cult 
Somebody slowly letting the air out of a balloon? This no, but is... you heard that creaking sound too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what was that? Is that I your dog? I have no idea. the fuck is that noise? Definitely Eldritch. <laughs> yes, that noise was okay. definitely Eldritch. Okay. This is... Definitely kind of like atmospherically tense in a sort of noir kind of way because... Okay. Hi, Ed Brubaker, Sean Phillips, Duh, Lady Brightweiser. Yeah. I wouldn't call it scary. Okay. I still think it's a seasonally appropriate book. I don't mind this one being called horror as much as some of the things we'll talk about. Yes. Uh, which are definitely not horror at all. Yeah. It sounds kind of like the Killer Be Kill, which is their current series. Yeah, it's 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 along those lines. I think it leans a little more into the noir mystery side. Fair enough. Than what I've read of Killer Be yes. Kill. But it is in a similar vein. I think that's a very fair comparison tonally to make. Uh, just kind of the other side of that. Brubaker coin. Yep. Yep. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. There are five volumes. I, Jeez. If you like Brubaker, you're going to like this. I like Brubaker. Yep. yep. It is a book about a man whose godfather has just died, and his father is in a mental facility, so he's basically the one person at the funeral for his godfather. And this beautiful woman shows up, and says, oh, my mother knew your godfather, and then kind of disappears. The guy goes to check out the godfather's house. The godfather was a writer. He finds this manuscript that was the first thing he ever wrote but was never published. And as it unfolds, as he reads it, uh, it turns out that maybe this woman herself knew the godfather. People show up and start shooting at this guy wanting to... Uh, get this manuscript it's about really it becomes about who is this woman what is her secret what is her past who is the femme fatale yes Uh, and she shows up in people's lives she basically ends up putting them in her thrall and her intentions seem good but bad things always happen around her so it's a really fun read and hey there are tentacles right on the cover there are Right on the cover. There you go. All right. All right. Big pause. <laughs> big pause. Yes. The biggest pause. Werewolves? No, no, uh, no. Bears? Well, I don't know. Actually, I haven't read this textbook. The there may be werewolves in it. There may be bears in it. A book you haven't read. Which From book? Hell. Oh. Oh, okay. nice. <laughs> yep. Well, he's alphabetical. He's going out alphabetical. Oh, yeah, basically. Uh-huh. See, I picked up on that. Yeah. So, From Hell is Alan Moore and on art. And, uh, <laughs> Sorry, who just, was that? I, it's I didn't... Scar- Let me go grab the book. Hold yeah, on. go grab the book. It's <laughs> gorgeous. But the reason why Alex hasn't read this book is because there's no colorist. It's black and white. <laughs> no, that is not fair. I have read black and white books this week. Thank you very um, much. This book is... This week. Um, <laughs> this, I did catch that. Nice week. qualifier. This week. It, it is nothing like the movie, the Johnny Depp movie at all, but this is it's, from it's, where it's, it's based the, off of. Okay. Uh, investigating the uh, Jack the Ripper. That thing's huge. It is a... It's very big. It is, it's a quick read, though. It is a huge... It's a tome, but it's a quick read. Um, it Eddie is Campbell. a. It is a... Eddie Campbell. Of course it's Eddie Campbell. <laughs> Yeah, that was awful. That was my knee. Eddie yeah, Campbell in our ears. of Concrete. No, Eddie Campbell did uh, Bacchus. Anyway, so um, investigating the uh, oh, the Jack the Ripper murders, mm-hmm. but in a uh, 
mystical kind of ceremonial way like he thinks it's this and they go through this whole one of my favorite segments of the book is where they go through london and point out the masonic temples and the mm-hmm. and the architecture of downtown london and how it forms a pentagram and uh it's really really interesting read and then they have several takes on who they think jack the ripper might be but it's it's not even about that it's more or less about this one crazy ass fucking doctor yeah it centers a lot on rituals it does. It's it, well. It's Alan Moore, so he's got a lot of magic elements. So it's in there. conspiracy mm-hmm. slash. It is and isn't, but again, it's mysticism. More, and what makes a good book is that it's about the people, not necessarily yeah, that. Right. So uh, it's it's probably right. one of my favorite books, and I consider it very scary. Yeah. Like there I was, is, I was about to. Ask yes, there scary. are there are a couple issues in here that make up the whole where you're like, this is. It is a terrifying psychological kind of event, and Correct. it really kind of fucks with you. And I, like I said, I read it twice, with probably within a span of six months, because I've had to wrap my head around it after I read it the first time. I highly recommend it. Yes, I do too. It's good. And it's from hell. <laughs> now, remind me, what Much else like did Mike. Alan Moore write? Alan Moore writes... Oh, uh, uh, it's... God, fuck. I know that there's um, something... There's that one with the dog... Swamp Thing. He did a couple of Swamp Things. Yeah, yeah. and a Superman, a really that. good Superman one. Uh-huh. Um, and then, man, I don't know. Uh, there's gotta be something there's else. Something. I watched something yeah. that was based on one of his books, but man, I don't know. You watched something. I watched something, but man, I just don't something. watch something. But man, who, I don't man, know. I don't watches? Know. <laughs> who, who watches? Still Alan like Moore that. shit. Yeah. Who watches? Nobody Wait, does. watches? Nobody. No. Nobody Zack watches, Snyder. Watches. Oh, Wait, it's Zack Snyder. It's Soviet Russia. <laughs> Alan Moore yeah. watches you. So, scrubs? It was Scrubs, wasn't it? It was Scrubs. <laughs> yes. Damn, Brian, you're good. Alan yeah. Moore, uh, Scrubs, Swamp Thing crossover. It was really good. No, but I would watch the fuck out of that. Part. No. It was called, Hold on. It was okay. called Slingin' Mud. <laughs> Hold on. Because do you know that he would dance and sing with J.D. and Turk like... So hard. <laughs> what would you not watch a dancing swamp crossover with, though? A dancing swamp thing would sound like somebody just throwing mud onto the concrete. <laughs> it's fine. It doesn't matter. And that would just add to it. <laughs> it would just add to it. You don't even understand. And they go try to, like, stick needles in him, and it just goes through his whole body. And then he talks endlessly about the green. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There's no end to the green. Yes, we get it, Swamp Thing. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. And there's no end to your speaking You're about it either. You're a fucking walking potato. It's like, you we know, Rowdy's it. in the green. And then it just cuts to uh, Dr. Cox and Rorschach having drinks together. <gasps> Herm. <laughs> oh, fuck. How did we not bring that up in All-Star Batman? Did you catch oh, the panel? Yeah. Yes. Herm. What's what, Herm? What's Herm? Herm? <laughs> Yes. Anyway, so Watchmen. Watchmen, 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 Watchmen. Damn it, Mike. Stop. Shut up. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's, That's it for From Hell? St- I, the subtitle for this book is Jonathan Dying Seagull. So you probably want to check this out. This has got a bunch of seagull stuff in it. So if you like seagulls, you should definitely check this book out. What if you they like die? the works of Anton Chekhov? I would argue to say that if you <laughs> yes. hate seagulls, you should probably... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's big seagull. Oh, good. I should read that. What about Steven yeah. Seagal? Is Steven Seagal? Uh, I mean, no. Oh, wait, but... wait. If if you hate Steven Seagal, you should read this book. Is that what you... Sure, I'll go Steven with that. Steven Seagal runs much like a seagull does. 
also run, <laughs> flapping its wings. You ever seen Steven Seagal run? No, He's I like, haven't. Was that I beat would... poetry? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steven Seagal, Seagal runs, runs like a buzzard. No, wait, I fucked that up. One fifteen fifteen. Okay, got that. All right, we're so, good. Yes. The next book may have something in common with our listeners at this point. The next book's Ghosted. 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 <laughs> As in they're all Don't gone. ghost us. No. no, please don't ghost us. Don't turn around. No, no. <laughs> don't turn around. Sorry, no. Oh, I went lonely. Town. I went with the whole... Anyway. Right. Ghosted. Let's Ghosted. all tell Mike about Ghosted. Let's tell me about that. Ghosted. Indeed. Am I the only one that didn't read Ghosted? You are the only you one are. who did not read Ghosted. Wow. What's Ghosted only because about, I've read guys? Ghosted before. Uh, it's is a it? heist. It's a heist book. Oh, is it a scary heist? Um, it's spooky. Well, it's a little scary. It, 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 I, it's spooky. I don't know that I would say it's scary. All right. Uh, as it's in, probably scary for the people in it. Okay. Oh, oh, I would think the people that are in it are terrified, but but it, from the reader's perspective, it's not a scary book to read. All right. Yes. Okay. Uh, but no, this is a heist. They're trying to steal a ghost. Trying to steal a ghost. For steal what purpose? Uh, for a collector. collector. Oh, so mm-hmm. a guy that collects ghosts. A, a guy, well, he well, collects he... occult objects and oh, magical okay. things. Okay. Yeah, he, there's a very famous house, uh, and he wants them to steal a ghost from it and bring to him for Before his collection. Before they tear down the house, Before right? the house gets torn down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Burning down the house. So tearing down a house will kill a ghost? I don't know. Apparently he thinks so. Well... You, you will in that uh, universe if you if you read it you'll find out okay, I will read it I mean but, I'm gonna yeah. read it but, and there might be some other reason why he wants the ghost he wants but yes yeah. so th- I mean literally this Sex is a this is a, this is kind of a con man no he's got plenty of that already oh, this okay. is like a, a you know the leader of a and he puts together a team he puts together a skeptic and a uh, and a psychic and a and some muscle and, and a skull and an ick and a magician. And yeah, and a con man magician, an old con man magician. He, uh, so he he puts it. It's descri- It's kind of described as Ocean's Eleven meets uh, The Shining. Ocean's Eleven. Here's magic. <laughs> so Ocean's this, Eleven meets The Shining. This does have my quote of the week in it, though. Oh. It does. It does. Ryan's quote it's, of the week. It's a horror, week. and it's got my quote of the week. So it starts out. This guy's in jail, and he gets. Broken out of jail by this really badass woman uh, who was the muscle, and uh, they uh, they kind of have chemistry, kind of don't, but they they have some really good dialogue. So she's they're standing next to each other, and she says, "Nobody's coming, Winters. Maybe they didn't like your plan. Looks like our next stop will be you back in prison." You know, every time you open your mouth, I get an erection. And then there's a panel where they like they both are just silent. He goes, "Yeah, that's what I thought." <laughs> And this is Josh Williamson, who writes The Flash. The Flash now. Yeah. And will be writing right. Justice League versus Suicide Squad. Okay. And who also wrote Nailbiter, which we'll get to in a moment. And now right. now you found the reason I'll read it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not Flash. Yeah. I would and not say, yeah, again, I would not say this is a super scary book, but it's definitely good. Yeah. It's spooky. It is spooky. Spoopy. Spoopy, come home. And Alex was mentioning, and it really reads that way. Originally, this was supposed to be just this first five yeah. issues, and that was kind of the whole thing. And it wound up being then, like twenty. It's yeah. four trades. So, and each trade oh, has geez. a different artist. But but you can pick this up, read it, and yeah. and if you didn't like, you're done. You don't have to read it because yeah. it is its own story. And this is what we've talked about before with Josh Williamson, where yeah. I kind of write. 
the central thing and then circle back around it and then fill out around and use what, what he, that first arc basically. Calling what a circle jerk. Flash. Um, use that first arc as kind of the Ooh, basis for. He writes as a spiral curriculum. Things. Yeah. Curriculum. Speculum? Yes. Whoa, no. Hardly know him. Wait, wait, he's a no. spiral writer. Does this that is mean a he wrote really, Grayson? really scary episode now. Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden. Now we're talking about. Anyway. It's like that episode of Frasier where Roz meets this guy and she's not sure whether she wants to date him or not. But this is our new segment where Alex grabs a Big pause. Big, big pause. Huge pause. <laughs> fucking huge. gigantic pause. Roz is not sure if she wants <laughs> to pause. date this guy or not. So Frazier encourages her to go ahead and do so. But it turns out he's a gynecologist who collects <gasps> antique speculums. Ew. <laughs> One minute. Ew. So the next book is I Vampire. And now that now we're in true horror. <laughs> this is Joshua Helfielkov of Life After and oh, right. Jeff Steinberg. Um, this will be read. With art by Andrea and Sorrentino and Marcelo Maiolo. Yep. <laughs> and was a launch title for the New 52. Mm-hmm. And it was about a war between the vampires. Yes. Over that, coffee. That is what it was about. Civil War Vampire? <laughs> Civil War Vampire. Yeah, actually. A vampire Pretty. versus the rest of them. A vampire and an old man and a young girl he's and not Batman. Old. Walk into he's a not, bar. He's not old. He's just older. So, sure. So it's a vampire and old Thank man you, Logan and... <laughs> and it's no, it's Gary Oldman. <laughs> Gary, Gary Oldman. Oldman. Any young man, Gary Oldman, oh, walk so, into a bar. So Commissioner Gordon and a vampire. And <laughs> yeah. Why the long face? Um, I think Wait, Sarah, just Joseph Parker's in it? Okay, uh, I think the look Jen and I just gave each other was us not saying the thing that Brian just said. Yes. One hour, 21 minutes. Fifteen. <laughs> 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 uh, so, I will say For those that- of you at home, by the way, every time Mike <laughs> makes note of a time, he is actually making a note on a notepad. Not thinking about the fact... I guess you're going to have to go through these backwards. Otherwise, if you run forward through these to cut things, you are going to mess up your... Change the time? time Yeah, it does, in fact, change. Well, what I'll do is math. I'll do math, and it'll work out. Or you could just work backwards through them. I could work backwards, but then I get like... But then it's Eagle faster songs. But if you but if you do it backwards, that's kind of occultish, isn't it? I do a lot of things backwards. <gasps> well, you should try yeah, it. Again. Yes, you do. And that was another musical reference. I play it backwards, and it says a dark desert highway. <laughs> so, Jen, I vampire. I'll say that it was okay. <gasps> oh. I know, right? It's, what, the, what? it's the least enthusiastic of any of these I'm books. I'm getting I think. A, a look. No, you know, I have no, look. I have no dog in this fight. Um, it was okay. I'm going to buy the next one because I like the very end of this one. Yeah. The setup. I, I didn't. I didn't need that like whole Underworld. volume. And your thing when we talked about it was you're just not wild about this main character. Correct. Given his status quo in the first volume. Correct. Like I like the character fine. I just don't like everything that goes on around him. Yeah. Well, he's a little naive. He is. He's, he's a, a, a lot naive. Is what yeah. he is. But his status quo changes at the end. It's true. Quite a bit. Is Quite the, like the most. Quite scary. the most. 
Is it scary? Uh, no, but it's pretty hot. Pretty hot? Mm-hmm. Oh. That vampire movie. It, it is spooky vampires in that it's vampires. Vampires no. Oh, they don't? In this world. Not in that world. No. That girl wants to be naked all I mean, the time. This image oh, on the front she, is basically what she wears. So oh, it's more like stylized time, smoke in the, the book. So yeah. I'm reading the fuck out of this book. <laughs> yeah. Um, Just don't so now, is there like a huge plot? I mean, is there a lot at stake for these guys? <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> Thank you. And yes, there is. Waka waka. There waka waka. That's, that's, that's a burning question, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to prevent a big... It'd be War. really cool. If they had like a dude who made his son. They're, they're trying to slaughter. They are. They are. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy runs in. He's like, "Sunlight killed me." And they're oh, like, wow. "No shit, you're a vampire." He's like, "No, there's literally fuck." And then he turns the ash before he can explain himself. That'd be hilarious. And the first volume is called Tainted Love, so it involves taints. Tainted so I love. know you're. Yeah, there, there are taints. Um, also, Batman is in it. Taints for the memories. Taints for the memory. Batman's in it? Batman is in it. Batman is great in this. Batman has always been in Ivy. Didn't I say that like three minutes ago? I, I think you did. But yeah. just came, I just came across an issue of Brave and Bold I have that's Batman and Ivy Vampire. Yes, that's my introduction to Ivy Vampire was mm. through a Batman book. Mm. Sure was. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's, that's, that's pretty much all I got to say about go. that. Right. Naked Jinks. Let's talk about Gary's new favorite book. <gasps> Yay, we're going to talk about that next. Huzzah. Glock and Key. Joe Hill. That'd be cool, too. Gabriel Rodriguez. Lock and Key. Lock and Key. Oh, my word, Lock and Key. We've each read, like, three volumes of this this week. Yes. You said, I finished volume three, and I said, I'm coming over and stealing your copies of two and three. Yep. And I will be getting four, five, and six, like, yeah. like this week. I know where there's a buy two, get one free sale going <laughs> on right now. It's going to happen. Yeah. Okay. It's so good. It's so tragic and heartbreaking, but also funny and wonderful at the same time. What's it about? What's it about? It is about these kids who survive a tragedy. Their father gets killed. Um, it happens in the first few pages. Yeah. Spoiler. But their father gets killed, and they all have to move to this New England manor in New England in Lovecraft, Massachusetts. Right. Isn't it that sounds right. It's not New Hampshire, right? I think it's Massachusetts. New Hampshire. I think it's Lovecraft. New I Mass- think that's Well, it says Welcome to Lovecraft Mass- right on the front of the book. Well, it's Lovecraft. I know it's Lovecraft. It's where is Lovecraft? Yeah. Oh. Where is Lovecraft? Where is Lovecraft? What am Lovecraft? What? <laughs> Number five is alive. <laughs> um, And then this house is magical. It provides... Various things to them. Keys, as it turns out. Keys and and some other things that they may need or not need. But when you first told me you were reading Lock and Key, it I, is Massachusetts. I, I thought Thank of you. an entirely different book. There used to be a book called Lock and Something, like a long time ago. Oh, you're right, and it was. was it, I could have sworn like it was mercenaries called, or something. Yeah, but I could have sworn it was Lock and Key. Lock, stock, and smoking barrel. No. But you know what I'm talking about. Like, I'm not crazy, right? Two of those smoking barrels. I do, I don't know if it was Marvel or DC or something, but there was something else called. Yeah, they were like mercenaries or something. It was John Locke as a mercenary. John Locke. No. It's called Lock and Loaded. No, but Lock Key, something Lock and Key, aren't those the little guys from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas? Are they? I don't know. No. What's their name? No. Fritz and Fred. I can't remember. No, that... Damn it. Paul Rubens and two other guys. (laughs) All right. Well, 
Anyway. One minute. One hour. <laughs> but now this is a wonderful book. I will be honest. I started to read this. I think the first issue was free in comics all a while back. I started to read this years ago and got a few pages and I'm like, no. no, no what? No. no. It only took a few pages and I was like, I will read this until the end of time. It took me probably the first two or three issues to feel that way about it. It's good. Yeah, it is once. It's, it's over, really so you good. can't read it until the end of time. I know. You probably can't read it past this week, because once you get those three trades, you're just going to plow through no. them. And then there will never be any more ever, I'm gonna, ever, ever again. I'm going to savor them. They're uh-huh. in my pantheon. It's real good. To, to quote to quote one of the greatest characters of Brian K. Vaughn and Fiona Staples' uh, saga, Lying. You're going to burn straight through them. No. I might burn straight through two of them. Big, big pause. Okay. It's, it's not big pause. Um, I I definitely vote, if you haven't picked up any lock and key, go get the first volume yeah. and Do you it. will be straight up hooked. Do it. It's I thought real you were going to make a pun there. Pick up lock and key. Pick lock and key. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Lock and key and peel. <laughs> Brian, are you looking up lock and key? I'm trying to uh, yeah, I'm trying to see if there's anything hey, else. I'm Brian, not anything. Yes. there's an IDW sale on Comixology right now. Everything's half off. <gasps> but I need the books themselves. Back I know. Locker. That's why I just told Brian. Strikes mm. again. The backlogger knows. Back I don't need locker. him. From hell. What? Oh, you, you sir. Need you need them. You need them. Yeah, but I need... Yeah, okay, that's fair. He needs to that's touch. Fair. There's a, I think there's an actual box set you can buy of all six. It's like $89 on Amazon. I should have just do done that. that. I should have just, just You're going to spend 60 What? You're going to spend 60 Oh, I've already oh, spent yeah. 60 On lock and key? Yeah. Those are $20 a piece? Yeah. Jesus. Because it's God. an older series from before, and it's IDW, but it's from before Image figured out, hey, if you make the first trade 10, right. then people buy more. Okay. Um, but and this was one of the things... They're good. This it's was one good. of the things we actually talked about, is this is from before that kind of revelation among third-party publishers that trades are going to be their bread and butter, not single issues. And yeah. if you so price this is very much written in work. arcs, but as single issues. Yeah. It doesn't write to the trade, which is evident, like, at the end of one and beginning of two. There's this, like, intermission that could go either it at the end either. or... I, th- I like it better where it is structured. I do, too, I guess, but it, it was awkward to pick up yeah. with that and then move directly into the mm. next arc. It's kind of the... It's almost kind of the Hickman thing. Yeah. Where Hickman will... In a first arc, establish an idea, and then we'll come up with a more complicated version of that idea with a larger circle of characters who were all tied in mm-hmm. around it. So that's why I I like it as part of that. Like, you're right; it could be an either, mm-hmm. but I do think structurally collecting it, it makes sense. Yeah. Yep, fifty five bucks on Amazon right now. Oh God! For all six. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Spooky. 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 Next book, please. Next book? Okay, next book. <laughs> Nail biter. Nail biters. Nail Fingers biters. in my eye. Ew. So, Jesus. there are four trades of this right now. This is still ongoing. We have 
Mike, Jen, and I each read the first two. Yes, and it is uh, about a small town in Oregon? Oregon. Mm -hmm. Oregon, where 16 serial killers have come from. And so now everybody's trying to figure out what in the fuck is about this little town that has created all these serial killers. Uh, interesting but note. something doesn't want them to know. Something doesn't want them to know. And there are killers and bees and people are killed. By bees. Sort of. Maybe. Sort of. We no, don't that know. one dude was killed by bees. Yeah, that's true. That one dude was. That one dude was killed by bees. So Habeas corpus. There's a cave with shit in <laughs> hey, it that be, could uh, reach back, and now there's a new serial killer in town, but he's in town instead of out of town, Which where is all the other serial killers because everyone because, else had to leave town and became a serial killer, right? And there's a serial killer themed store where there you can is, buy serial killer memorabilia. Uh, and let me just tell you, special appearance by Brian Michael Bendis. Brian Michael Bendis, who shows up as. Such a spoiler, Brian Michael. It's not. No. It's not really a spoiler because he doesn't do anything. And it makes perfect sense in context of the story. He wants to write a comic about serial killers, so, so he's he going to come up. do research. He does. He yep. shows up, and he is the most talky. There is a two-page spread that is the most Brian Michael Bendis thing outside of a Brian Michael like, Bendis comic. Mike and I did the same thing. <laughs> I when I was reading it, I had to close the book and be like, "He's not writing this." <laughs> yeah, I had to look at the covers. Like, wait, that that's not right. I wouldn't be reading. Well, this. We we were texting while you were reading it. I know, and I still had to close it and, re- and make sure that he was. Had you that. gotten to that page when I tell you that page is where it really, really made yes. me laugh? Okay, yeah. Now the uh, the book is named after one of the the serial killers who was acquitted of his murders. Yes, and has moved back to the town. And his thing was that he would bite nails or bite fingers. Yes, off of because he was not allowed to bite his own. Nails. But he's going to turn out to be kind of the guy that helps them discover what's going on in this town. He's a good character. I yeah. really like him. He's the Lucifer character. Yep, he is. He's the yep. he's the badass, crazy person. Yep. That uh, also isn't what he appears to be, which is a crazy fucking person. I mean, but he is. Now, biter, more than but he is crazy. Like, and he makes a lot of stew. Did you read the back matter in the second one? I don't think the, so. No. The little extra issue? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The extra issue? Then, yeah, it, sure I did. What was it about? Um, Somebody bringing him a snack. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did okay. read that. Yeah, I read some that. Some finger food. Somebody brought him some yeah, finger food. Yeah. Right. Nobody can put that together. That was very clever on our that part. That was so subtle. I was trying to be subtle, but you know, fuck um, it. Finger food for the nail biter. So I'm about what ninety. What could that possibly crudités. be? Wait, uh-huh. I, I thought Finimal was nailed it. <laughs> I'm about eighty percent sold on this. Like I, I went through those first two trades, but I would probably give it another trade. That's fair. And hearing that it hasn't wrapped up, it's still ongoing. It's still ongoing is troublesome to me. Because you want to know that something is ended before you love it. I will tell you this. I, I like know, to know that there's an end point. Yes. I know he has a plan. I know he has an end in mind. And okay. I've actually listened to many interviews with him where he talks about this. Okay. Because he was a regular on another comic podcast I used to, and, and to listen to. There's no other podcast. It's very podcast. possible that you can have a story in mind that takes 40 issues to yeah. tell. I mean, Look at Wicked and Divine. Right? Mm-hmm. Look yeah. at Why the Last Man. Look at Saga. Yeah. Um, he has specific things planned. In fact, he says there are hints all throughout this that you actually can piece it together, piece together what is going I, on. Over and the I would see that because that he yeah. he shows us very specific things and panels that I wouldn't normally think would yeah. be in there. So I'm looking at that, going, okay, I think you're, yeah. you're saying something here. And, and I'll just tell you, if you read three trades and you still like it, 
you, you, you like at that it. point you're okay. You can just you can keep yeah. reading because you like the series. Well, but I might get to the point where I just don't care. Like I don't care if he finishes it. I might. I'm not saying I will about this. I yeah. just said I I could read three trades and say fuck. I don't give a shit about this anymore. So mm-hmm. like Cerebus. I thoroughly enjoy it. This was this was uh, so Brian mentioned kind of being surprised by how much he likes horror books. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big horror person in any medium. Um, I'm like half this stack or more is stuff from my personal library. Uh, and it's damn good. Because like, if there's a writer, it's, it's the thing I always say, yes. if there's a writer I like, if there's a pitch that sounds really interesting or a lighter writer, at least who sometimes I like can sell me on a thing. Like, and, and I I'll do check it out. Yeah. And I was, I was going to mention that specifically. I think a huge part of this is these are all really good writers. Yeah. And I think that probably is the distinction, especially, Especially with horror, mm-hmm. if it's a good writer, it can be absolutely fantastic. Yeah, and if it's not, it can be horrible. Yeah. <laughs> so there's not. I mean, I'll be honest. There's not anything in this stack I don't like, and it's not just because these are all things from my library. Like a lot of these are things that yeah I bought in trade to see if I was gonna like because. I could spend ten dollars on a trade, or I could right. spend eight dollars on two issues. Like Hello. I'll buy the trade. Uh, but yeah, Nailbiter. Nailbiter is maybe the thing in this stack I had least expected to like. Because I'll be honest, just having the Nailbiter's mo explained to me was enough to kind of go, kind of make me go, "No, I don't need to read that." But then I finally said, "No, I want more Josh Williamson books in my life. I'm Good out call. of stuff." I will <laughs> say, after seeing several of the covers, yeah, recently, I was like, "Oh, I'm not gonna pick that up because gross." Yeah, no, like the covers have mm. been a part of that for they, me. They definitely make me very uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> very uncomfortable. Yeah, um, but it doesn't hang on that. Like that's not the mo. Uh, of this yeah, book. no. <laughs> it is not just here to like gross you out. No, and it doesn't really. No, it is a mystery book about interesting characters. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Yes. I'm gonna have to read this. I will one say too. that the sheriff is one mm. of my favorite characters. I love Alice. Period. The local girl yeah. who like does not give any fucks and maybe is going a little crazy and is trying to help solve this murder. Who we're pretty sure is, is modeled after Megan Hutchinson. Yeah, she, I think you just see Megan Hutchinson. Well, Megan Hutchinson that, that one panel looks it just looks, like her it face. It looks a lot like her. I think. And yes, I might. So next book. <laughs> we all do. It's okay. We all do. We all do. Yeah, it's fine. This is probably the thing, well, this is one of the two things in the stick that I would say is, despite being labeled as horror, the it's one not, of the least horror things. It is not, a cult. The first two issues it's maybe fantasy could swing toward horror. No. But that third issue, once once the scarecrow fellow on the cover starts telling you his life story, this is a funny book. It's this adorable. Is, is this what is it a is. dark comedy. It is adorable and it is written by John Arcudi, who is credited as one of the co creators of The Mask, uh, with James Heron and Dave Stewart on mm-hmm. art. Um do you wanna do you wanna explain what it's about, Jin? Sure. It's about um an immortal being who has his body taken from him. And he's hunting down a list of other immortal beings in the mortal world. Yeah. He was imprisoned for a while. Yeah. His pet died. His oh. 
That's what happens. His, animal killing. You killed the dog. dog. No. It was mm. a dog. Um, you killed the, the hound and somebody's coming after you. Usually Arya Stark. You kick my dog. <laughs> Hades, Pluto. Wait, can can we get an epic rap battles of history that is Arya Stark versus Keanu Reeves? Arya yes. Giovanni. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. So, I really enjoyed this. I thought it was adorable and hilarious, and it is very stylistic. We're laughing at, at Alex being anal. Only because no. she did it a second. <laughs> no, I was laughing at mine. Oh, no, I was laughing at Alex being anal. <laughs> For the record, I would never laugh at Alex being anal. No, then Hawkman comes for you. Oh, Jesus. Are you sure it's not Hawk Girl that comes it's for you? It's definitely Hawk Girl. Oh, can we I not? would have a little Hawk Girl statue. No, no, at home. stop. Okay, Funko figure. No. But whatever. Hawk Girl comes later. Mason oh, wow, no. So, I'm going to talk for a moment about Strange Girl while Brian and Jin regain composure. Strange Girl is one of Reprimander's earlier works. Um, I read the first three issues and then didn't hand it off. I enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It is definitely an earlier work. (laughs) I'm going to let that one go there, Jen. It is. And he even says says in the uh, sort of introduction to this omnibus collection that as he was working on collecting it... Part of him wanted to just like shelve it and put it away because it's so early for him, and he can see the things as a writer that he doesn't do anymore, and he's uncomfortable with how young as a writer he is. <laughs> but he put it out anyway. Um, it is it. Rick Remender and Eric Wynn with a bunch of other artists here and there. I know Jerome Opinion did a couple of issues. Um, this may have been where they first worked together. Uh, this reads to me. A lot like The Life After. If The Life After were set in post-rapture Los Angeles. Okay. It's about a girl whose super conservative Christian family gets raptured away. And (laughs) ten years later she's working for one of the demon overlords as a bartender and learning magic. And then very quickly like breaks off from him and goes and does her own thing. Um, I really enjoy it. It is not a horror book at all. It is a funny road trip book with a girl and her pet demon. Um, Ooh. Yeah. So I read like the first three issues of it. I flipped through the rest. It definitely is not a horror book. Like I said earlier, they're kind of generous with that horror label. You could call it a cult. Miss genre. Yeah, it seems like if a book has demons in it, they're going to call it horror, that's and that's not. That's no, there dumb. are funny. De- there are comedy demons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Comedy demons, if you will. We'll finish like on the, a horror book, though. Like, like Lauren and Angel. He's funny. Whoosh! That's the oh, you poor right bastard! I got it. No, I'm not. Okay. Right over my head. I got it. Right over my head. Is. What are yeah. you talking about? He's a singing comedy demon. Yeah, he's the lounge singing demon. And a- you haven't seen Angel, so it doesn't matter. Oh, God, no. It's good. It's it's good. It's that good, good show. Oh, hey, this is the one Matt Hollingsworth colored. I knew there was a Matt Hollingsworth book in this deck somewhere. Yeah, by the way, Strange Girl, I was just looking at that. It's a beautiful artwork, and that's gorgeous. Witches. Scott Snyder, Jock, Matt Hollingsworth on colors. Dim Wurches. Dim Wurches. Dim Wurches. Dim Wurches. Scary book. 
This is a scary it was. book. That one was genuinely scary. Yeah, it's a it's it's a scary thing, and it's a small book, and it's written like a small book. And Scott and uh, I guess at the end of every floppy, Scott Snyder would write like two pages yeah. of back story yeah. or back matter on this yeah. stuff. Just, and in that, he was, I, two of the books we said were scary were witch books. Mike, I think maybe we witches. think that because we're still little boys. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think because two of them are actually scary and the rest of them are not. Because you're scared of the witches? Hell yes. Yeah. <laughs> Damn hey, straight I am. Roald Dahl's Witches was always one of my favorite yeah. books. That's what I'm talking about. Witches of Eastwick was super scary. That was a great... great. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. That's, that's how I learned to cackle, by so, the way. Witches of Eastwick. Really? Yeah. So I have them to thank? Yeah. Okay. Witches is about people that uh, pledge children to witches that live in the people. woods. They pledge Pe- other people. They pledge but, other people. But, but prefer, the witches like kids They prefer the children. Because they're juicier. They taste the best. Right. And <laughs> the witches real? come for them and they're very scary and they live under the fucking ground. But they're like actually evolutionary people. They're not like... Maybe. Yeah, maybe. They're, they're like chocolateites. Yeah. I am. But when they come and they take someone who's been <laughs> pledged, they make you forget. They do. They make you forget. Well, you you so can choose to forget if you, if you kind, want to take the it's kind of kind potion. that way. Yeah. It's it's a it's a good uh, it's a good book. Um, and Scott Snyder said, "Look, I'm kind of amazed that it took off as much as it did yeah. because it's a small book and it reads like a small book." So mm-hmm. yeah. when he said that, I was like, "Yeah, you're you're dead right there." Well, it's, and this is wait, he's dead. No, this no. is very much Jen's got to pee. What we've <laughs> talked about with Scott Snyder writing Batman before. This is a book that comes out of his own neuroses. This is a very personal. Yeah, is this like him? Is this him? I don't know that it's the dude's a writer. Him. Yeah, he writes children. I mean, books. this is. Yes. This is the thing he wrote when his kids kind of reached elementary school age. Yeah. Yes. So, and he talks in the back matter about the idea for this book comes from this spot in the woods that he used to run through before he moved. Yeah, it's. Like it makes you not want to go through the woods. I can, I can tell yeah. you that much. It's a scary book. Shit it comes is. out of the the knots, the open knots oh. and trees. The witches with their long fingers come out of the trees and, and grab people. Fuck. Nice. Oh, it's fucked up. The art in this book is clean and clear when it needs to be clear. And then But not. sometimes it is so muddled that you'll sit there and stare at a page and like... What the fuck is you're that? You're like... Are those knots in a tree? Are those eyes staring at me? What... What is that? There's this almost sort of paranoia as you look at a page. That's of, awesome. It is. And they describe their process in one of the back yeah. matter things. And it's like, he draws it. And the pencils, I was like, oh, good. I can actually see what's going on in this scene. Because they showed us the pencils. And then the color. Yeah. And then three it's more like layers. mixed media coloring. Where yeah. they do part yeah. of the colors and textures digitally. But then, Jock, I think it's Jock who does the, the painted piece. Goes in and actually does like splatter painting. Almost sort of... Lays it on, style, yeah, lays it on top of it. And then scans that and overlays it back crazy. in after the colors have been done. So it's good. It's it's a horror yeah. book. I mean, that's got to that's gotta add to the creepy factor. Oh, it does. Oh, no, it's this is a scary horror book. This one fits the Halloween theme the most, I think. Awesome. Yeah. And it is. Uh, there's another... This is ongoing as well, too, though, right? It is. So right Slowly. now... Here, this is a good example, Brian, of... well. Uh, it is ongoing. Right now it is sort of on hiatus. Snyder has said that he and Jock are getting back together soon. Getting the band back together. Getting the band back together. Getting back together soon Four to fried chickens and a start on the next volume. 
I Kate. suspect, based on how this book is set up, that future volumes will be kind of like we talked about with American Vampire, where there's a time jump, maybe even follows gotcha. a different set of people. Mm-hmm. Um, although there's a character from this who they could continue to follow if they wanted and make her sort of a through line. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and then it ends with the, like a four-page mini witches episode yeah mm-hmm. which is totally different people in a different time frame yeah. slightly different time frame this Here's would make a very good television show it would I think so I think mm-hmm. so yeah like a mini series mm-hmm. sure okay so here is the question I'm going to ask you guys and I didn't tell anyone I was asking this question Alex Watts of the stuff you read for this episode Yes. For the people who have said, hey, talk about horror books. We want to hear about horror books. Or the people who are listening who didn't, but are maybe now interested. Which book or books would be your top recommendations for people to go out and check out if they wanted something spooky for Halloween? Of the ones we've read? I mean, of the stuff we've talked about. This week. It can be other things, too. Like, you mentioned earlier, Britannia can yeah. fit in. We've talked about... Hunt, possibly. Uh, Hunt, yeah. yeah. I would definitely... Hunt um, is a horror book. I mean, Hunt that is, is a horror that book. Is straight up horror. In the category of more eldritch than actually scary, something like uh, uh, Batman, the Doom, Doom that came, that came to, Gotham. to Gotham. Yeah. So. I, I mean. I'm lock all, and key is your answer. Key. You go first. You already yes, know your answer. Definitely lock and key. Afterlife with Archie. Yeah. I mean, they're both straight up horror. Um, also, go check out Cinema Purgatorio. It's got a lot of horror elements in it. Yeah. Um, it's an anthology, so you you won't get bored with any one story. I'm gonna go with Coffin Hill. I loved that book. Coffin Hill's great, and it's a short run, so you can digest yeah. that pretty quickly between now and Halloween. Yes. I really, if you want straight up, probably the the not having read from Hell, maybe from Hell is scarier. But if you want probably the most unnerving, scary thing in this deck, that's gonna be witches. I think that's sure. safe to say. I agree. I, I would say that. I agree um, with that. I love American Vampire, though, and I love both of those Josh Williamson books. From Hell By the is, way, Alex, I just took Witches. I'm just part of that. Okay. <laughs> From Hell good. is more psychological. It, it, it shook me to my core the first time yeah. I read it, but not because it was jump scares or witches right. or shit yeah. like that, but it really shook me to my core reading the book. I was like, this is questioning humanity and sanity and that always that honestly that scares you. me more than like the witches and the, that kind of stuff like it's it's horror and it can be scary but like you know it's not real some of that some of that occult slash human psyche mm-hmm. occulty stuff that stuff always scares the shit out of me mm-hmm. <laughs> yes and if you have your Horror recommendations, you could write in and tell us your horror yeah. book yeah, recommendations. And we can share them on the air next week. Yes. Because mm-hmm. there's still time. We have a few uh, people have suggested like Harrow County mm-hmm. and a couple of other really oh, interesting yeah. books. Uh, no, there's one. There's a big, there's an ongoing, very popular one that keeps getting recommended. Crossed. Is it Crossed? Crossed, Crossed is, is a horror title, mm-hmm. right? That's it. Uh, Laurel and I were messaging a few days ago and she mentioned Hexed, which I think is an image book. Okay. So, I don't know how 
scary that is. I haven't read it, but it's definitely that sort of magic occult vein that comes out around Halloween. So, is um, Walking Dead horror? It has to yeah. be horror, right? Because yeah, zombies. I would, yeah, I mean, yeah. I was gonna see if we could make this whole episode without bringing. I was really trying. I was really trying. Why? Well, I didn't um, know that was a game. I, just, I will say I that played. the the issues that I've read are, which is like 150 fucking yeah. issues. They're they're really good. It is really good. If you yeah. watch the show and you are at all interested in it, please pick it up. And the, it the, is good. The book tends to be, I would say, closer to a horror book than the show. Yes. yes. Yeah. But it is a lot about characters, yeah, too. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, fair enough. Still, but yes. Did you ever read Outcast? Yeah, I read the first issue, uh, the first uh, volume. Is it scary? <sighs> The first volume is not, but I hear that the second volume is. Okay. Just curious. I didn't even think about that. It has horror elements together. in it. Yeah. Um, but in it seems like it's going to get a lot a lot more scary. Cool. Hooray demons. Old yeah. Constantine. Oh, Hell, yeah. Old Hellblazer. Hellblazer. Yeah. Which yeah, has been recollected it. recently. They've been going back through, so it's super easy to find. Is nice Jamie Delano stuff. Good stuff. Good, yep. good. Uh, there's some old House of Mystery runs that I love are, those things that are. I was going to bring up the yeah, like the Grimm's fairy tales that mm-hmm. used to be, you know, in the Stuckies when you take car trips. They have some um, new Grimm's fairy tales. There's a horror book out with the new Grimm's fairy tales stuff. Okay, it scared the shit out of me when I was a kid, man. Reading yeah. ghost this stories, is the, and old, stuff. Uh, the old DC Black Magic. Oh my god, that was some scary shit. Yeah. Uh, Dead Man. We talked about Dead yes. Man a couple of weeks ago. Last yep. maybe. Dead sure. Man is maybe along those lines. These are all spooky. Get um, them. I will always take an opportunity to say, if you have not read uh, Frankenstein Agent of Shade, which was another DC New 52 That was a New 52, title, yeah. Check that out. If you like old... I read like the first three or four of those. It looks really good. If you like, like the classic monster movie monsters, which I love. Yes. Like that's, yeah, like the Paramount mm-hmm. monster Yeah, when type, you talk yeah. about Halloween and monsters, like that's the thing that gets me excited, yeah. is the old Paramount. Werewolf, mummy, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, it's a, it is Frankenstein leading a team of basically, if it were Marvel, it would be the Creature Commandos. Yes. But it is him leading his team of... A wolfman and a creature from the Black Lagoon mm-hmm. and a vampire. Weird War. Yeah. It was Weird War. It was. Weird War where they fought um, the Nazis. And they are Agents of Shade, Fight. which is an organization run by Father Time who kind of like the doctor yes. inhabits these different bodies. And in this case, he's a little girl. his current form is a little girl. He's like a five-year-old girl. Yeah, it's oh. great. Ray Palmer is actually there. This was oh, where Ray right. Palmer yep. existed in the New 52 as like the science officer for Shade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was Jeff Lemire. You can bring up Hellboy. Hellboy is yeah, a horror sure. comic. Yeah. I mean, the comics are. Right. See, I would have thrown that more into the occult category, but that oh, fits. Uh, so, yeah. 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 What? Um, okay. Don't, what is, don't touch anything. It's fine. Nobody will hear it. Nobody okay. will hear it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's a shimmy shake happening. <laughs> audio. Now that everybody has headphones, they can all hear the weird audio. I can't, which means our listeners at home will be fine. They are correct. Um, fine. Well. Uh, 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 Justice League Dark in the New 52 was fun for a while. Yeah, that had some occulty kind of, yeah. I kind of I kind of jumped out around when Forever Evil happened, okay. but what I read of that I enjoyed as well as and this one's pushing it, but Etrigan's in it, so I'm going to throw it out there. 
uh, Demon Knights, okay. which was another launch title set in medieval times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's got mm-hmm. like Etrigan and Vandal Savage and Shining Knight. Well, Zan- Madam Zanadu? Madam Xanadu was there, yeah. yeah. It was a great book. I think that was Peter Milligan. Um, okay. It was a wonderful book. Um, They're kind of like a band of yeah. roaming heroes, right? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. If you want a Grant Morrison take on sort of mystical, magical, spooky stuff, Seven Soldiers of Victory is wonderful. Hmm. That was not one I would have thought of, but okay. Oh, it's I love that book so much. No, I mean is in this yeah. in this. No, but like I'm I'm just yeah. kind of spitballing yeah, some enough. stuff at the point at this point. If you're totally into zombies, Marvel Zombies is good. I Zombie. I Zombie is <laughs> the good. The comic is pretty different from the TV show. Yeah. Um, I lo- I think I like the TV show better, but I enjoy the comic. I know I like the TV I've show. I've only read better. like an issue of yeah. the comic, but the TV show is so good. But... Yeah. I've read the first trade and into the second of the comic. It's it's good. It is very good. Yeah. It's not like the TV show. They're very different beasts beyond the basic premise, but check out the comic if you want. Indeed. It's it's, it's a lot of fun. All right. Uh Batman Red Rain. Oh. Batman is a vampire. <gasps> Mike's going to the bathroom. Saying if I ran down the clock long enough. <laughs> Only wait, now I've got to keep stalling so that he can. I mean, you don't, because we have an entire other segment to go through. All right, we do. Yeah, I almost forgot we've got a long box book report. The long box book now. The long box spooky report. The theme. <gasps> Let's do it. All right, Everybody shut up. The long box. I'll kill you, Ryan. I'm gonna kill you dead. <laughs> gotcha. I'm gonna kill you dead. Look, let's make a pact right now, and I'm going to make sure that Mike sticks to it. If it's my book report, don't sing that song. Don't, don't. Don't, don't, don't sing the song. I'll just speak it. It's don't. the long box book don't report. Don't sing the song. The long Stop. box. Stop. Okay, so book so I got Rip Claw. I got Rip Claw. I'll kill you dead. It's the long I'll kill you dead. Book report. Oh, I hate you so much. Cha-cha. I'm Jenna. Cha-cha-cha. I'm going to do it from the bathroom. <laughs> I wish you had. Thank you for not doing that. And if you heard that sound, that was the sound of Mike cracking open a refreshing peach knee high. Stop. That's terrible. That, that is terrible not on headphones. So, I got Rip, rip Claw. claw. Huh? Rip Claw. Now, Rip Claw, that's the thing Link uses in Zelda to grab a ledge way far away. <laughs> and when I'm thinking of a hook yeah. shot. Hook, hook shot. shot right. um, if this was an album, we'd have to flip over to the other side by now. That's true. <laughs> Or a laser disc. <laughs> See what happens if you play this week's episode of Panelology. On the scary watching side the Wizard too. of Oz. The B side. So this book is Ooh, from 1995. B <laughs> It is mm. technically an image book. Technically. Technically. It just is. It a also maj. credits Top Cow in the. Oh right, they did opening up. page, but that was um, an imprint of Image for a while, wasn't yep, it? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so it was created by Mark Silvestri. And the pencils and everything was Brandon Peterson. I will say that the one of the inkers, or the inker rather, his name is Alve. Alve Bat. <laughs> um, <laughs> this book was interesting. Speaking of horror. Like it was horrible. It had a good premise. <laughs> you told me about the premise of it. I didn't hate the premise of it. Yeah, it, um, it's about these people who are looking to get a moonstone. Okay. To evolve their Clefairy. I, and, 
I will or are they say, trying to evolve their Jigglypuff? I will say, did they catch the Jigglypuff they in Afterlife did not. They did not. Oh. Um, but if you're looking for a Moonstone, I know a better place to get it than stealing it from around someone's neck. Mount Moon? Uh, no. Rockhounds and Relic Trading Company. Downtown. Ackworth. Oh, we can sing that. I can. I can sing anything I want to. Anything you can sing, she can sing better. I can sing oh, anything no better than you. <laughs> That's kind You're of supposed the... to say, no, you can't. Yes, it's, I can. It's, it's kind of no, the you can't. point yes, I can. is that no, you can't Yes, I can. Yes, I better. can. All I'm thinking is that I have two hours of this shit to edit later, so if we can <laughs> speed it up, that would be awesome. All right, it's about Native Americans who some of them have powers. This Spooky. Is, about, this is, this, is, a, is this the black of Native mm, Americans? No. One hour fifty nine. But it does have some real good art. Like I don't even, I don't even really understand what this book is about, so I can't tell you. And all right, but there's always an important question: How are the butts? How are the butts? Dem good butts. <laughs> good good butts. Dem good good butts. Dem good butts in this. You Dem- didn't show me any good. Oh butts no! Oh no! We looked at through this last need... week and made comments Look, ahead of time. Look, it, the good oh, butts. Right. I'm not even going to show you a butt though. Yeah, is it the one I think it is? Yeah. Jesus Christ! Is that yeah. the is that the whole the full it's, panel shot thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that girl's Song's ripped. Mother. See, that's the one. That girl's ripped <laughs> by you. Ripped it off. Oh yeah, we did talk about this last week. Yeah. Didn't we? <laughs> it's good. The art is real good, and and she's not like it's not a stick figure. It's not somebody who has weird muscles where they shouldn't be. It's nicely drawn. Nobody's ever gonna read this again. Probably not. Ever. Probably not. Okay. I don't blame them. No one has probably heard of this since the 90s. Yeah. Ripclaw. I mean, there's a reason Ripclaw. that no one knows what the fuck I'm talking about. It's okay. Well, now they do because they heard you tell about it. Yep. But now yeah. we're going to sing it to the theme of Riptide, the television no, show. No, we're not. Our theme um, song is probably I mean, the spontaneous <laughs> opera you need by the fish. Wait, 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 wait. It was. But you got to roll for that. I do. One, two, one. I was trying to, I'm sorry, I was trying to get out before he sang. No. All right. Three. That's Brian. That's me. Hooray! <laughs> yes, I know. I am the only one who remembers everyone. Yeah. Holy crap, you're, it gets so you're quiet two. when you take your hands Yes, I am yep. two. Yes. So. Yes, I'm uh, two. Well, Brian pulls. From now like on, I'm earlier, two. Yes. If you want to recommend horror books to us, feel free to yeah. write in. Feel free to send in with questions about the stuff we discussed. We've got. Uh, two more episodes that will drop between now and Halloween, one on Halloween. I would like to say, though, if you guys have any old. really, really cool drink ideas, send them our way. Yeah. We're going to maybe Instagram more of the drinks that we drink. Yeah. Did you get pictures of your pretty, pretty blue drink? You didn't get I pictures. did. Well, oh, you when did? it was before I mixed it, totally. Oh, okay. All cool. right, Brian, what do you got? Save us from oh, no, put, also, hang on, loungeology. Real quick. Real quick. Real quick. Back on. While Brian puts his headphones back on. Also, mea culpa. The notifications that I set on the form for if you have questions, sending them in, apparently was not working. So there's one that's about three weeks old. <gasps> oh, nerds, we oh, have a question. No. Well, I'm, I'm, we'll hit it next week. Okay. Aww. An hour six of panelology. Yeah, we'll hit it next week. Um, we do have a question. I apologize if you've been waiting on that it. That person's Kyle. like, I've been sending a question for three uh, weeks, motherfucker. <laughs> you guys suck. I'm, stopping it. I'm not going to listen anymore. But, but we promise we will answer it next week. Ooh, now you have to listen <clears throat> next week. Guys, <laughs> what did you get? Daredevil number 33. Ooh. Oh. 
That's old as shit. Yes, it is. I'm going to look up the date on this. And so he opened read. it and it turned to dust. <gasps> we have early. two questions. One's a comment. Oh, okay. There's no question in that second one. So, all right. It says, I, I don't know if I, you know this, but your question oh. section's not working. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a good one. So who who wrote, who drew, are there credits um, for this issue? And That's really what I'm hoping I'll say, yes. It's from the 70s. Uh, uh, Stan Lee and Gene Colan. Awesome. Yes. yes. This is... This uh, is I'm, I'm trying to find the... I don't Daredevil. see the date on this thing. Holy... Well, what number is it? 33. 33. Daredevil number 33 was written in 1976. I have no fucking clue. I, I just, was like, what the hell? It's not you. From? I was just trying to, trying to Alex, Alex. Let's see here. Daredevil number 33 like, this was might written be this... in 1964. I was going to say oh, 60s. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm gonna... sorry. 67. The volume started in 64. 33 came out in 67. 67. Yeah. I'm. I, I, yeah. Two years before I was born. Me too. Yes. What? Wow! Yeah, this book was written two years before. I can't, I can't older than wait to read this. This will be. Probably who's in the? Who's the villain? Daredevil and the Beetle. Who, uh, who cares? Oh. How are the buds? Yeah, the Beetle. They're buds. Behold the Beetle. Nice, nice. Beetle, deedle, deedle, dee. <gasps> beetle, deedle, deedle. Yeah, hmm. that was a this musical is, reference. I'm super. Ex- I'm ex- super excited to read this one. I, I think love we're the reading, only ones with drink uh, left. Yes. Lo- yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm tapped out. I'm not chugging peach knee high. No, I just savor that. Uh, and we don't want you to chug. Peach uh, <laughs> I don't think so. All right, does. Our theme music is probably, unless we pull something different for this week, which we in know. which case maybe we'll edit it and me saying otherwise, possibly after no, the theme we, music. It'll, 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 we'll we have theme music. That's okay. what it is. The spontaneous Opera <laughs> Union by the Fish Who Saved the Planet. Our normal music is by. Right. <laughs> we would like to thank Chase Parker for our intro voiceover. Especially this week. And we are available... Which you've already heard by now. Yes. <laughs> I know. Right. It makes me happy. You guys have not heard it. No. Not you do not understand how wonderful it is. I want to hear it as soon as we wrap here. Yeah. At this point in this episode, our listeners will be more aware than you are now while we were recording it of how wonderful it is. Wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff. Hooray. We're available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and TuneIn, or you can listen to us on our website at panelologypodcast.com, where you can find out where we are on Twitter, who we are on Twitter. You can submit questions, submit comments, find better ways to stalk us, all those things. Don't stalk us. I mean, Mike enjoys it. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> like stalkers. That's good. Nope. Let's not. Nope. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. I'm Brian. I'm so long and thanks for all the fish. You can do scary now. Do you want to do scary now? I can't think of anything. Just do, do, do your Betty Boop. <laughs> it's not scary. Scoop boop a doop. Scoop boop a doop. Baba doop. Hey guys, guys. Betty Boop, Baba Doop crossover. <gasps> like amalgam style. Oh, Bibbidi boppity Betty Boop. What? Are you going to say something scary yet? Go. No, I don't have anything. Just say your name in a scary way, like a witch. No. Or a ghost. I can't. Or a ghost. I'm Jim! (laughs) There it is.
Solo Grunde want happy ending too. <laughs> the shine must flow. Dim coffee nuts. Well, I don't know. <laughs> 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 <laughs>